There we go. Well, that started. Uh, are we going to bother with the theme play tune? Play the tonight? theme tune. You want to play the theme no, I just tune? Got into it. Ah, oh, I'll sing the theme tune. Am I live? Yeah, you're, we're live. I think we're live anyway. You're doing the theme, you're doing the Muppet Show, Hobbit. No, no, no. It's time to start the music. It's time to start the show. I was just about to sing God is endowed with the British Empire with the British Empire. The British race with the White Empire. What the fuck? Why is IC3 in here? He's testing me off. He's fucking weird, I see three years. The weird motherfucker. Not gonna lie. Oh shit, uh, PPP wants to come on. Mate, you have to stand for the cathedral. Mate, PPP wants to come on. Don't you understand this, Henry? You don't get it. Caught in our thinking. Hasn't PPP, isn't he in the Discord server? No, he's uh, he lost his account. Wow, Ireland. Bloody Cathedral City, mate. We got bloody PPP in it, mate. Got all the fucking stars. Hey, what are you talking about? You've got a resident star here. Yeah, yeah. Hobbit. You're aspiring SoundCloud rapper. Uh... Oh, Donny, while I'm, while I'm sorting some stuff out, do you want to, uh... Do you want to talk about the dingo? Dingo shit the bed again, doesn't it? Oh, I, I sent you, uh, some, uh, uh, DMs of the, the dingo. Ralph calling dingo out. <laughs> so, dingo has been kicked from the kill stream. I don't know if everybody knows that. It was pretty funny. Dingo did a reaction stream, so I don't know how many people saw that. It's it's just fucking... by now. I tried to warn. How many times I warned Dingo? I warned Dingo, fuck, probably ten times that this would happen. But again, Dingo didn't fucking listen because he thought, oh well, it's a platform for white advocates. Reality of it is, is that the people who watch that fucking shit aren't the sort of people who are going to be saving the fucking white race now, are they? For fucking sake. What advocates that are usually married to brown people? PPP. Oh, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're willing to fucking burn the coal, then, you know, Dingo's <laughs> going to pay the coal, I guess. Why has he got brown messes? No, we don't. No, aren't well, oh, rumors, rumors that Dingo's married to a, Dex, a Mexican? No, I don't think he is. <laughs> no, I doubt Dingo is. I think Dingo is pretty sincere about his beliefs. Yeah. He's just a naive bastard in terms of thinking that Ralph was going to really help him reach people. Like, he just... Well, he thinks Collett's a good guy. It wasn't Seven Dingo on our show a few weeks ago saying fucking bugger repeatedly. Uh, no. Um, oh, Dingo's oh, he that, just came in for the... Dingo, the Dingo, Dingo was on JDLE when we used to be on Vanguard. That, that's how long ago. Oh, yeah. He came on, uh, he was on uh, the, the JGLE chat, sort of saying, Hi guys, yeah. did you know you fucking burgers? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, what can you fucking do with that guy? I mean, the thing is, I mean, he's Italian. We all know how they are. You know, <laughs> they're, they're not they're not even really white, are they, boys? Have we settled <laughs> this question? Have we settled I, I, this question? 
I can tell you. I can tell you now. What you can do with them is you can make fun of them for their funny voices, especially Dingo. Yeah. Oh shit! They're all just a bunch of fucking poofters or whatever the fuck you guys call them over there, poofters, faggots, or whatever the fuck. We also refer to them as bumders and uh, and bum handics and marmite miners and fudge packers. Hello? And, uh, oh my! Hello. Casimir, oh, mate. Man, I'm, Casimir. I'm on my computer for the first time in ages, mate. Hey. I've, got my, I've got my streamer mic set up and everything. So, right, up north in Bolton, what do they call Billy Mumders? What? Pufters. What do you call Pufters at north, Cass? Oh. Bum bandits. I don't know. <laughs> I was That's just going to say, I mean, haven't you heard of Bumder before? No, I was just wondering what. I didn't think you said Bumder. No, call them, but yeah, you call them bum, bumders. I do. Bum boys. Bum boys. Fucking yeah. shirtlifters. Do you think, do you think I talk to people Fucking in the uphill real world? Gardeners. Uphill gardeners. Uh, <laughs> you lads were blessed um, with the presence of royalty last week, I saw. <laughs> yeah, from, so, from the golden castle on high to grace y'all with his <laughs> Well, he must, he must have heard but like we were talking about Prince Philip and how he wanted him on the show, and he says, well, will I do? And I said, yeah, he's up. <laughs> oh, fuck, I figured I'd pop in. I fucking forgot about you guys. I was blowing you off for months and months there, but, you know, Godwin popped in last week, so I was like, fuck, you know, I'll come on this week and fucking hang out with you lads for a little fucking bit. King as my, my my royal highness, there, our fucking lord and savior, the we, aristocratic we, king. We did. We we managed. We know. We managed something that you didn't. We got our Ralph has left the internet. Yeah, <laughs> your, your your messiah. He's fucked off. I can't get a hold of him. Nobody knows where he is. Maybe he'll turn up this week. I don't know. I, I the savior, the savior fucking... of the white race, has left the building. He's gone. What are we going to do without him? I don't know. He's laying out his plan last week there, guys. He's got his plan there, guys. You mean he's collected all the information and gave it to GCHQ? That's what, <laughs> that's what it fucking is, real. That's what it is. Pop in here to Mr. Pop Patel, CPL of White Police. I clicked on data need. All you child fuckers are all going to jail now. They're all fucked. That's all right. I can brew some uh, toilet wine whilst I'm there. We could not. Oh, it'd be like going back to the pub. Oh, I look forward to yeah. meeting all my mates. Yeah, oh. but, but, I mean, at least with the so social distancing, we won't, we won't get shanked for being race, racist. Oh, yeah. We have a base black Nazi in chat to, like, shield us from being racist. <laughs> yeah, I see threes in. I don't know why. <laughs> this is a racist program. This is a program of love. Yeah. This is yeah, a peace and love stream. This is a peace and love well, stream. I certainly um, have lots of love for uh, saying mean words on the internet. And, uh... Ah! The time is going! I can't go! What? It's a little bit of satire, like, just chill. <laughs> so, like, what's happening? What happened then, PP? We 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 can have to talk to you about 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 saying Ralph won. What the fuck's going on, PPP? Well, I mean, guys, he's definitely won, guys. I mean, you know, he's going to, he's going to court there for next week. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> four weeks 
expect that he's going to fucking pull through for the white race. I mean, <laughs> he can't have committed a crime. He's white, guys. So, and <laughs> so, him. I don't know. Godwinson sent him the cash. He smoked all the, all of it in meth. So, our mensch, we don't know what's happened to him, but, uh, you know, we're hoping he pulls through for the glory of the white race. Too many white brothers in the Sama now. He'll probably get raped by a pack of fucking vicious blacks if he does end up in there. So, you know, it's tough. It's tough. But, I don't know what can you fucking say about him. It just gets fucking boring harping on the fucking guy 24 hours a fucking day. I mean, at this point, the fucking guy is down to barely any audience. Nobody takes him seriously. He's even fucking, he doesn't even have Dingo now to call in. There's no fucking callers. I mean, the show is basically a fucking joke. It's so sanitized, you know. Rand can't even fucking come on to scream about fucking dude, you know. The gamer world. Yeah, the, the, the irony is you can do all that on YouTube. <laughs> but then how is he how is he gonna grift these shitty elixirs or whatever the fuck they are lemons or not oh. even lemons anymore like we're on to fucking elixirs and spells and shit all these fuckers are over on trovo trying to fucking grift watch time i don't know maybe i'll go over there and fucking blow them out of the water again it seems every time i go over to their platforms i fucking beat them at what they're fucking doing so maybe i'll go do that make a couple grand and you know, fuck off for a bit. I don't know. We'll see what fucking happens. But, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's a sad fucking day for Ralph. It's sad to see what his show has become. Like, it's just not even listenable. Are you not, uh, are you not looking forward to the call. third arc? Th- you're not looking forward to the third arc where he becomes a humble water filter salesman. <laughs> I, I just don't think he'd make it on the grind as a water filter salesman. I mean, holy fuck. It's a fucking tough business. I think Ralph would fucking end up crying his eyes out on the curb after the fourth or fifth door told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> you get about 90, 90, 100 people tell you to go fuck yourself and you're a grifter show and a shyster and a fucking you scam artist and fuck off and die. You know, I see motherfuckers their first day, this fucking girl, she literally just sat down on the curb and started crying. Somebody called her an ugly cunt. You know, so it's a tough business. It's a tough business, isn't it? In addition to the, um, in addition to, Ralph would make it on doors. Do you think Ralph would make it on doors? Nobody. They're doing Zoom presentations now. They're doing Zoom presentations. What? How does that work? So you they generate a lead and then it's not on doors on Zoom presentations. Pretty cool, actually. We're making it. So, but, no, but how do they? Get... Okay, Fraser. Yeah, who okay, the fuck is agreeing fuck. to a Zoom call to a water filter salesman? Like, how is this happening? <laughs> well, I, I guess door to door sales now. What it is is it's a fucking you get a you get a Zoom call. So, but who's generating the lead for them to join the Zoom call? Oh, like, that, that reminds me that reminds me of a call I had the other day. I had this dude ring me up. He goes, Hello there, my name is Michael. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, so How you doing there, Michael? That doesn't, that, you don't sound like a Michael to me. And then he hung up on me. Oh, fuck. Now, do you guys know who fucking Jim Sterling is? Yes. This motherfucker has turned transgender. Like, what the <laughs> yeah, fuck yep. is going on? He's going by, uh, no, I'm not even kidding. Like, this is some fucking bizarre shit. He's going by James Stephanie now. <laughs> and, like, look at him. 
like holy shit i ought to fucking I'd try and save this image for you guys and, and drop it into this discord might be, might be, might be that's might, might be that's ethan ralph's third arc becoming transgender yeah, oh, look, at, look at him just look at him i've put it in the dueling pad look at this fucker the dueling Jesus pad like, look fucking at the... steampunk oh. steampunk tranny <laughs> why why do the ugliest most disgusting men want to become women well, why I can't you be a pretty man man and become a woman? You wouldn't well, want to hit that, Kaz? No, well, I'm, I'm, got... I'm a bit worried for you saying that you want the pretty men to become women. Are you a bit of a poof <laughs> through there? Are you want a fudge pack? There's no ulterior meaning down my words. I mean, what I say, mate. I know, it, I know that you mean what you say. I'm just a bit concerned for you, is all. <laughs> but no, like, this motherfucker. a fiddle. I bet you're fed as a fiddle, mate. But look at, I mean, the, the reason why is this motherfucker knows that there's so much money in being a tranny now. that if he fucking just says he's a tranny and fucking puts on a wig, he's going to get triple the donations from all these fucking leftists who are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to support this for the cause. I mean, when you look at what ContraPoints and a lot of these fucking trannies are making on Patreon, it's just fucking stupid. So. I guarantee you that's what it is. I don't think Jim Sterling actually thinks he's a woman. I think he just sees dollar signs in it and uh, sees a pass to get away with anything because you can really get away with anything once you're a tranny. I mean, you're the ubermensch of society. Yeah, you, don't, you don't even have to be a tranny, do you? You just declare yourself a woman, don't bother shaving or or wear women's clothes because obviously you don't want to be confined to one gender, do you? And that's all you got to do, haven't you? You just got to go, I'm a woman, and then that's it. That job done. Yeah, that's all you got to do is just say you're a woman. You don't have to even take the pills. You don't have to fucking wear women's clothes. Maybe you get a wig, you know, you go out and you get to go into the women's bathroom and fucking get a stealth fap going. You don't even have to be stealthy about it. Mm. You know, like, I guarantee you that's half of what this is. So you can just go in and spy on women in the change room, you know, these sick fuckers. These that's, sick how, fuckers. that's how they get all the videos, isn't it, mate? That's how they get them. They, they pretend damn. to be women, and then they record them in the bathroom. Oh, I've yeah. got, I've got, I've videos, got a suggestion though. from the chat, PPP. Interdimensional Lizard wants you and Surfer to review Society. Have you seen that film? Well, yeah, we've seen Society, and we did review it. Um, there was a guy, fuck, AJ, screw you in my chat, asked for it for months and months and months, so we did review it. I don't know if Interdimensional Lizard is the same guy who's just asking for it so he knows that this is the new name that he's going under or if he didn't realize we did that review but yeah we already reviewed society i'm not sure where the review is i'm sure if you go on one of the archive channels you can find it um maybe i'll review it again someday but if i can't find the copy of the old review but yeah we did review that so it's a good film very good film have you guys seen it Oh, I did. Yeah, I think I saw like the tail end of it years and years ago. You know, where everyone melts into one big pile. The effects are pretty good, yeah, it, aren't they? Yeah, the effects in it are really good. They're done by the same guy who did like Predator, and he did a number of uh, uh, Stan number Winston. Of is it? Projects. I think it's. I think so. I'm not a hundred percent sure. It'd be either Stan the Winston or Rob that. Rob Bottin's another another really good um, special effects guy, isn't it? Yeah. But the movie is actually, you know, it's very suspenseful, a lot of twists and turns to it. And of course, a lot of people in this community look at it as they look at it about the JQ 
you know, that there's an elite group that's like feeding off of us and stuff like this. So people people get excited about it because, you know, in the movie it's revealed this kid, he's like in a rich family, but he was like secretly was adopted. And these are like fucking aliens that are parasiting off of everybody. But the movie keeps it in suspense as to whether or not it's just that he's having like a mental breakdown or if it really is a secret society. Um, and the effects in it are excellent. Um, Jesus, I've just come back now. Is that the fat bastard Johan's wanks over? Yeah. (laughs) He's wearing a wig. Yeah. Yeah. He's trans now. Jim Sterling, fucking Jim Sterling is, uh, is it Jim Sterling's fucking son, is it? What what was he called in the, in the Johan's book? Jim fucking Sterling's son or something, was it? Jane Sapphire, mate. Oh, fuck. Stupidest names, man, I'm telling you. Went out in public. Fuck! I think it was last night. Dressed this way. <laughs> so this is the picture of him going out at night like this. <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. And like, some time out as James Stephanie for the first time. Didn't know I could be outside without immediately wanting to hide or apologize for existing. Was nervous at times, but mostly I just felt right. Oh, holy shit. Holy shit. What do you think to, El- to the Elliot Page stuff then? PPP, that's just oh. an absolute joke, isn't it? The Supreme Gentleman, <laughs> Elliot Page. <laughs> it's, a, it's a total fucking joke. It's a publicity stunt because this bitch can't get any fucking roles anymore. Like, all the roles she fucking was in were all just like like trying to play like underage girls and stuff, like Hard Candy. Or Lesbo Dykes or whatever. And well, I was going to say she can't. She can't play a depressed teenager anymore, can she? And that was just a fucking bit, weren't it? Yeah. So what the fuck is she going to do? So you know, she's just looking for publicity now. I mean, I remember when she came out as gay, you know, and it, it wasn't a big surprise because she's kind of has that dyke energy to her. But then when she came out as gay and was like, "Oh, this is who I really am," so that was a lie. So then you, you're <laughs> actually a man. The reality of it is, is this is just some fucking very confused fucking woman who probably likes penis and vagina and is looking for attention. It's just sad. But then we're all supposed to bow down and worship it. And then what's, what, what's fucked up about it the most for me is that we're now retroactively changing the titles in movies to where now in the new releases of Juno, it's going to say starring Elliot Page instead of Ellen Page oh, and Jesus stuff like that. Christ. It's a bit That's reminiscent of uh, the Ministry of Truth editing, like, good news, the uh, chocolate rations increased from 83 to 50 grams. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It, it does hit on that stereotypical chord of being like, really? We're going to just retroactively change the past? Nobody's allowed to question it. You know, but fuck. That's the thing about digital history, though, isn't it? When you have when you have digital history, it's open to all of this shit, isn't it? Well, this is the thing, and that's why I, I don't really ever have never got into ebooks like Kindle and stuff like this because at any time Amazon can just you know alter the text of the book and remove the book entirely, and you're not going to fucking know the difference, and you're not going to have access to anything. So I, I always have liked physical media for that reason. But even with the physical media like Blu-rays and stuff now, some of them require an internet connection to fucking play the Blu-rays and stuff like this. So it, it is going to be a dark future going forward, and especially when all of our history is going to be digital and people are like looking at Wikipedia for the truth. You know, 
and it can just be altered with a fucking stroke of a of a key, mm. you know. And then that's all everybody will ever know. So it is. It's a dark future, lads. It's a dark fucking future that we're looking forward to. But I mean, fuck. I just I've just been listening. To, you know, the last last month or so since these riots happened. You know, the Capitol insurrection and. Didn't Donald Trump cause an erection, didn't he, according to uh, Chuck Schumer? Yeah, <laughs> a mostly peaceful erection. I don't know. My whole thing was, and I, when, I, when it was happening, and I made a video and I said, like, if you fuckers really want to cause change, you can't leave that building. You need to die in that building as martyrs. But they chose not to. They chose to leave the building and get arrested later on. Um, if they really wanted to cause change, they, they all needed to actually die in that building and, and, and be a rallying cause, you know, like in uh, Concord when the shot heard around the world or the Boston Massacre with the British troops. Yeah, but you, you, but they, they, you saw the ones which were storming it. They're, they're not exactly what I call hardcore martyrs, zealots. <laughs> they, they were just like they're having a bit of fun. They, they weren't being serious about it. Yeah, well, and that's why it's just a total fucking joke, and they fucked us, and you have all these fucking retarded grifters who are the Pied Pipers leading them into that fucking building, these federal agents like Baked Alaska, and the whole reason was to excuse to fucking demonize anybody who's a patriot in America, to try and take yep. people's guns and liberties away and throw people into fucking education camps. You look at the two you look at the two narratives side by side, you know, the BLM protests and, and, <clears throat> and the insurrection. It's like look at look at the t look at the two. How they're how they're talked about, how people are treated, how the police treat them, what ha what happens to them. It's just an absolute fucking joke, isn't it? I, I don't know why anybody would expect it to be any different. Mm. I mean, it's just the way it is. I mean, people act like they're shocked or appalled that BLM gets treated as heroes and fucking the right-wing guys get treated like scumbags and terrorists. But, I mean, that's exactly how I expect it to go because the establishment is against them and for the BLM people. Mm. Um, it doesn't matter that the actions are identically the same. It, mm. it just matters that it's their side and it's useful to them. They're not even identically the same. I mean, could, could you imagine if if BLM had got inside the uh, the corridors of power? You know, there, there'd be paint, yeah. there'd be stuff stolen, vandalized, what? spray painted. Like you know, everything would be fucked, Cal wouldn't it? California State House. I mean, literally, you you have an you have an insurrection where people are following the following the uh, velvet rope, aren't they? <laughs> In the 1970s, Black Panther had an armed insurrection of the uh, California State Capitol building. Yeah, no, everybody's been bringing that up recently. Um, and it went fairly peacefully, but that was a different movement and that was a different time. I actually have a lot more respect for the Black Panthers and people like Malcolm X of that time, who seemed to want to have a separate vision for their own race and for their nation. And as opposed to these people today who don't want to have a black nation, who don't want to have their own way, who just want to be taken care of, who want to complain, who want to be on the welfare programs, who want to burn cities down and riot and loot. Um, I, I would love it if all the blacks in America just decided, hey, let's go fucking start our own country in Africa. But it's just never going to fucking happen. Well, that's you know that's the I mean? difference, isn't it? Black, uh, the Black Panthers were for were for like, like black supremacy, which you can't blame them for because they're black. You know, the BLM riots are for Google, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they're just to cause you know chaos to help destroy small businesses in the economy, and, and they're to make they were to demoralize people in terms of supporting Trump as well. 
you know, I think Trump was probably controlled from the beginning anyway, but, you know, it's easier for them when they have these leftist politicians in than it seems when they have the right-wing politicians in. And it certainly did help their cause when these riots were happening and the president did fuck all about them. Who's going to vote for a president who can't even stop the niggers from burning down fucking Walmart? I mean, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking forward to four years of chaos and entertainment from it's, America. It's not gonna, it's not gonna happen, is it? Because everything's got to settle down. You, you, you won't have all this unrest <laughs> against against the guy they want in. That, that's the weird. Well, it's it, like, it's uh, the, yeah, the theme song of the day is like Tony Blair. Things are gonna get better. Yeah, you know, and, and that's better. the vision they're trying to tell people. And mm. and you know, when you look at the inauguration, look at who the artists they're performing. Lady Gaga. Fallout Boy, you know, these artists that were popular in 2009 when Obama was coming in and they want to teleport you back culturally to that moment so you feel optimistic and hopeful and think that all oh, the things are going to get better and they're going to go back to normal. That's what yeah. they're trying to Yeah, this never, I never thought from, I never thought for a start things would go crazy when Biden... Because because you think about it, the governmental media pro, media complex uh, have, have flexed their muscles. They, they've <laughs> they, they've got their they've got their guy in and they've and they've won. I mean, what is there what is there to rally rail against? Well, well Antifa I, are quite annoyed about them. Well, I can, I can, I can Antifa, Antifa are going to be a real problem because Antifa don't realise that Biden, Biden was their, Biden was their guy. Google wanted, uh, Google wanted Biden in, so Antifa are pro could well go off script. I think that's entirely possible. I believe they'll go rogue uh, mm. this year. Well, if they're not stupid, they will, because Biden isn't their guy. Like, it, it's a neoliberal establishment. They don't want a socialist society, Joe Biden. They don't want, uh, you know, a class consciousness and awakening of the lower classes and things like that. That's not what Joe Biden's actually for or about. He's just about hollowing out the middle of America and, and continuing the neoliberal dominance that we've seen over the last 30, 40 years uh, all over the world. Uh, and, and that's what it's about. And the Antifa are going to realize they've been scammed, but it might just be too late because, again, like any sort of actual resistance in most parts of the world is infeasible. Like I think the United States is probably the only place because they're armed where any sort of resistance is even possible um, to this system. And everybody else is kind of fucked, to be honest. Well, Antifa is a largely white organization, so it's quite possible they'll just just be declared white supremacists and get crushed. It's, it's entirely well, possible, I, isn't I, it? I mean, I mean <laughs> if, they, if they actually ever start to pose a real threat to the system, like Black Lives Matter doesn't pose any real threat to the system. They don't have any ability to actually organize themselves being the nogs that they are and a real threat to the establishment. Now, Antifa has guys in it who are high IQ, who could organize some sort of actual, um, you know, workers revolution or whatever. And that would actually be terrifying to the establishment, to the people who run things. But it's probably never going to happen because these fucking guys don't actually understand how to start a class war or any of that stuff. They're just a bunch of fucking college kids who just think it's trendy and cool to go out to these fucking, uh, to these riots and stuff like this. That's all it really is. I don't see them as being a serious 
you know, threat. But they could be if they were corralled the right way and had the right leadership. But it just seems like they don't. So. Well, they, they've been they've just been allowed to do whatever they want, haven't they, Antifa? I mean, such as uh, do you remember that street in Portland where they were stopping white people driving in for, and turning around? Do you remember that? I mean, they, they've just been oh, allowed yeah. to do all this stuff, like you say. They, they've got they've got no real power. The only power they've got is power that power they've been given, isn't it? Well, exactly. The moment that they that they sense that this is a threat to the establishment, it will be shut down. Like mm. we saw on Facebook, they shut down the Socialist Workers Party page, I think, last week. I think they reversed that decision. But it goes to show you that, you know, they they don't care if, if you're left or right or whatever the fuck. They just care, okay, are you an actual threat to the current system as it is? And if you are, you're not going to be allowed to operate. It's not about whether or not you're left or right. You know what I mean? It's about whether or not you're compliant or not, more so than anything. Well, that, well that's they the just, thing. I mean, over in this country, we've got, I don't know whether you've seen any, like, uh-huh. any of the British, like, um, worst crimes in Britain kind of thing. There's a psychologist called Emma Kenny. She's on She's on a TV program called This Morning, which is like a mid-morning magazine-type show. She's been, she's been unpersoned for, for, for wrong think against COVID. Oh, yeah. I, I mean... You know, if if you fucking have the wrong opinion on that, mm. it doesn't matter how left wing you are. It doesn't matter if you're a fucking Trotskyite or a fucking whatever the fuck Corbynite or whatever the fuck. It, do, it doesn't. It doesn't even talk. matter if you're a neoliberal. If you engage in wrong thing, yeah. you're gone. It doesn't matter what you. It doesn't matter what you are, does it? Yeah. I mean, it's just basically, you know, what you're supposed to do is just accept whatever the party line is, no matter what the party line is. It could change to be the exact opposite of what it is tomorrow, you know, what it is now. If they thought that uh, a a more traditional family fucking structure would benefit them in terms of taking all the power in society and creating a slave class, they would use that as well. But they found that it's easier to atomize people and destroy the traditional culture. That makes it easier for them to rule. So that's the way it is. You know? Well, it, um, it started with. Um, do you remember when? I think it started with Jermaine Greer, didn't it? I mean, Jermaine Greer, a, a lifelong, a lifelong servant of the system. She uh, engages in wrong think over, you know, how many sexes there, and that's it. You're fucking gone, aren't you? You're only, you're only as good as your last Twitter post, aren't you? As far as the system's concerned. Well, that's exactly how it is, and you know, a lot of these people who think that under Biden's America everything is going to be great. Are, are going to find very quickly, you know, that it's not going to be that great because I tell you, we're going to go back to war in the Middle East. That's going to happen. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot less freedom online to say what you want to say and, and, and think what you want to think. Uh, you know, the internet is going to look a lot different than it does now. And it's going to be a lot more sanitized. It's going to be a lot more corporate, a lot more commercialized. But again, this is a trend we've been seeing for the last 10 years. So, it, it, it is what it is. It probably would have continued this direction under Trump as well, um, but it's just going to be a bit more accelerated now because now there's not even this token idea of resistance. Now it's just, okay, we're just going to go full on board with this. People have accepted it because they just want, again, people I think probably did vote for Biden simply because they want things to go back to normal. Mm. Um, they, they just want things to calm the fuck yeah, down. Yeah, just just let the toddlers let the top toddlers have their dummy, stick it in their fucking mouth, and we can go back to peace. Because like, because everybody's sick of talking about politics. Everybody is, aren't they? Yeah. Even I am fucking getting a bit tired of it. You know, um, I I love it. I love fucking politics. I've always been a political junkie, fuck, since I was like twelve years old and shit like this. But 
I mean, fuck, it just starts to get exhausting because every day it's just new shit that makes you fucking angry and pissed off, anxious. And, 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 you know, like a lot of people, it's probably better for your mental health not to focus on this shit. And I just think that a lot of people are either going to tune out of it or it could be, you know, if things continue to deteriorate, things don't get better. Biden's a very big disappointment and continues to be draconian and authoritarian. Um, there will be a buildup of more resentment on the right, you know, because, again, Trump was a reaction to the Obama years. Um, and people were angry and they were pissed off. And under Biden, it gives the right an opportunity to regroup, refocus, get angry again. You know, um, well, and maybe BLM, BLM basically got um, unpersoned, didn't they, at the end of Obama's reign? Because he knew that because they were they were they were too much bad news for for Obama. So he so he had him sanctioned, didn't he? That's that's what oh, yeah. that's what a lot of these people, a lot of these corporations that are all pro BLM, they seem to have forgotten that, don't they? Oh yeah, I, I mean, it's just funny to me because I remember thinking that Black Lives Matter was a thing of the past. Um, like I remember the Ferguson riots, uh, the Baltimore riots, the, the, um, the, the six Zimmerman or seven, riot. the six or seven dead Dallas cops. I mean that that scene got memory hold, didn't it? But all that stuff seemed to disappear for a while in those last years of Obama. And then suddenly, just in this last year of Trump's presidency, hear about Black Lives Matter again. I could almost swear to you it was like three or four years of not hearing about these guys at all. Um, and they just weren't a factor. Again, I just think it's very astroturfed. Like it's, well, it's like, it is. I mean, George Soros has come out and uh, I say come out in the midst. It's like, oh, I'm Judge Soros, I'm evil. Did you know I'm funding BLM? Oh, yeah. uh, my dad and his uh, former boss were talking about George Soros, and uh, I got mentioned in the conversation. It's like, you know, he's trying to fuck with the pound sterling again, mm. like he did in the early nineties. But the thing, the thing of it is, is I, I genuinely believe that even like somebody like Soros is just kind of a front man for the real people who make the decisions. Like I think the real people who hold the power, who make the decisions, who are the elite, we don't know their names. We don't it's hear. Funny. About them. Yeah, this, this is this is what I um, this is what I think as well because I, I think I think it, even the Roth even the Rothschilds are, are just kind of like capos, aren't they? They're capos to the to the real power. Well, Phil did a bit of investigative journalism because we were looking at like uh, rich people, and uh, one of these guys, he's um, not a Jew, and he owns like uh, all the insurance companies, and uh, it was it worth two hundred thirty-two billion dollars. Uh, he, he had a share portfolio of two hundred fifty billion. Oh, okay. I don't, mm. I don't know how much like wealth he has, but yeah. Well, I mean, what does that even mean when when you have like a share portfolio? Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, this this like, was just. I mean, do, do you think do you think the the JQ is a little myopic PPP? I think it is a little bit because it's, there's definitely something beyond just the JQ or the Jewish. There's obviously a lot of Jewish influencers and power brokers in the world. They definitely have a lot of control in media. Well, without, without doubt, have, it's, it's their thing, isn't it? You know, the corporation um, parasiting off people, and you know, I, I won't, I won't deny it's their thing. But whether whether they're creating and creating and driving it, I'm not so sure. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, it could very well be that they're a front that that are used as a scapegoat um, by 
people who are powerful. Like there's these families that are so wealthy and so elite for generation after generation after generation that we just don't hear about them because they're so smart that they conceal all their dealings and they go behind fronts. And there are families that are far more prestigious than Godwinson's, you know what I mean? Mm. That are far more prestigious than even, you know, the, the Royals that we, that we talk about. Know? And I think that like the queen and her family have a lot more power and authority than we're led to believe. I think that, for instance, when you look at how all the prime ministers every, what is it, Tuesday or Wednesday, former prime ministers have to meet with the queen. Well, you know, when, uh, you, know? you should be appreciative of this, but prior to um, Fidel Castro's bastard child being your prime minister, <laughs> uh, Stephen Harper, didn't you try and kick him out of parliament numerous times and the queen said, no, fuck you? This yeah, is not I mean, how democracy works. So, yeah, I mean, what, how it is in Canada is, and this has been in the last couple of weeks, a big headline is we have what's called a governor general who is the queen's representative in Canada. And any bill that passes through our parliament needs the governor general's signature or assent to be passed. Now, of course, that signature has always generally been given. And it's very rare that it would ever, you know, the, the queen would interfere to stop a bill. But what's called proroguing parliament is what you're talking about. So the governor general has the ability to shut down parliament for a period of time. So the opposition parties wanted to topple the government to have an election. Um, and in fact, they wanted to form their own coalition government without even having an election. So Harper went to the governor general and had her prorogue parliament a number of times to stop the opposition parties from forming a coalition. Um, so there's that old relic of, you know, royal authority and power in Canada. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know the official term for it, but I was thinking, like, she vetoes the will of the Canadian people numerous times, and because uh, they, they weren't too happy with Stephen Harper, from what I understand. Yeah, I mean, Harper was prime minister here for about 10 years. He, at least economically, made a lot more sense, I felt, than uh, than Trudeau. He was a bit more respectable than Trudeau. But again, he still brought in hundreds of thousands of immigrants because he was a neoconservative and he believed that it was necessary to bring these people in um, for whatever excuse it was that we need to fund the pensioners or whatever the fuck excuse. Um, but really what he was doing was hollowing out this country and bringing in, you know, a slave labor class to replace low-end wage workers. And he was bringing in a, a, a higher educated class of people. Because in Canada, we bring in a lot of immigrants who are very high IQ. Like, we tend to bring in Chinese immigrants. We tend to bring in Japanese immigrants. These fuckers that are considered educated business owners and stuff like this, right? That are going to contribute to the economy. But really all we do is make these foreigners our masters then. By bringing um, in high-level people, you know I mean? smart enough to bribe uh, Punjab University. It's like I am gynecologist now. You love me. Well, well, well we said, we, said this, we touched on this on Sunday. The thing is, like the the people the people who were who were native to the country, they they have to, you know, do do uh, four to five years at university, pay for all this stuff. Whereas whereas the foreign doctors that are coming in probably just probably just bribe the local official to get their get their certificate, don't they? That's how it works in those countries, is if you've got cash to drive, you can get whatever the fuck you want. Um, then they come here, and then we wonder why the quality of healthcare in the NHS or the Canadian healthcare system is so fucked, you know? We wonder why, you know, because all the doctors that are worth a fuck in Canada go to the U.S. because they get paid ten times the wage. 
we lose all of our very best and brightest to America through brain drain because of the tax rates here uh, and, and because of, of the socialized healthcare system that we have. But, you know, it is what it is. You pay for it one way or the other. And again, I don't think maybe a nationalized healthcare system is a, a terrible thing. If it was a, a, a homogenous society and everybody was responsible for their health and actually took care of themselves, but that's not the way it is. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. Everybody's atomized. The, re the reason I'm against privatized healthcare is I don't think you should be bankrupted for being in a car accident or breaking or breaking yeah. your arm. You know, I don't think you should be bankrupt. You know, bankrupted or have to help, have to sell your house. You know, because you get cancer. You know, I just I just think that's just basically yeah. wrong. Well, and I, I, I can agree with you on that. And I think that's why most countries have decided to have that system. It's just trying to make it competitive with a system like America's because I've seen it where, again, our best doctors, guys who go to school here 10 years, just immediately move to the United States because they can get better wages in those American hospitals. And so we're stuck with these doctors coming in from the third world that will accept a lesser salary and things like this. So I don't know how you make a system... That's a government run that can compete with like that American system. I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure it probably works both ways, like privatized and nationalized. Where where you went, where you know where the hospital ends up paying like thirty quid for a packet of paracetamols that will cost you like a couple of bucks anywhere. <laughs> you know, but not even a buck anywhere else. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's 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 the thing. You know, it it cuts both ways. Really, mm. both systems have their 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 drawbacks, their negatives. And we can debate it all back and forth, back and forth. I think the main issues right now just are existentially in terms of, you know, preserving some sense of the culture and the race that we had beforehand. I think those that's the pro main priority issue for me at this point in time. And things like the healthcare system or how we organize the economy, I, I feel, are a little bit secondary to that mm. major primary purpose. You know what I mean? Because we can argue this stuff all the time and... You know, it just seems as though now the you know, parties that we have, the Conservatives and Liberals here in Canada, your Tory and Labour Party, they just don't really represent the will of the people. And again, as Godwinson was saying last week, there's not much difference between them. I don't feel like uh, I, I really have a choice when it comes to who's in charge of my country. And perhaps we never really have had any choice at all. In well, terms uh, of what's well gonna at best, at best, you have the left wing come in and institute their agenda, and then all the right seems to do at the moment is maybe halt it, maybe run it slower, and that's that seems to be the difference between the two systems, doesn't it? It seems the conservatives conserve what the progressives have progressed. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's 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 like conservatives are nostalgic for the way it was ten years ago mm. and want to preserve it that way. You yeah. know, but it's a constant losing battle because, you know, the culture war, the Overton window, the overused term that it is, continues to shift further and further left over time to now where we have Jim Sterling as a tranny and we have fucking Canada bestiality no longer being a crime and fucking... Well, that, that's, that's because of uh, that's because of millennial woes impassioned argument, you know. Um, say something yeah. bad about bestiality, see you can't. <laughs> you know, this fucking cocksucker, this fucking millennial woes guy, man. You know, I fucking saw this uh, This guy's come back. And he's on, like, some, he's come back as, like, the guide to culture. And he's, I swear to God, had less viewers than we have right now on this fucking show. You know? Like, the guy had, like, 
he has like six viewers, and like three of them were me, Godwinson, and Kraut in a Discord call. <laughs> one of them was probably one of them was probably himself in a fucking oh, another tab, and there was like two people actually watching this shit. You know, the guy's totally lost. Like I remember, there was a time when Millennial Woes people actually tried to take him seriously and advocate him as a champion. You know, those days are long gone. It's almost not even worth making fun of Millennial Woes anymore, even though it is very funny, so it's always quite worth it. But because the more attention you give him, I mean, he's already dead, you know? He was a grifter and a homosexual a fucking prostitute and during his college years. And, you know? <laughs> it's not worth giving him the time of day. It's like the, em the Emperor has no clothes with all these people on the right. You know, they're all going to uh, neo-reactionary... You know, just picking these side ideologies. Yeah, have you, have you, have you noticed the neo-reactionary takeover of the uh, of the far right? Have you noticed that, PPP? Well, everything is reactionary now. Like, it seems as though the entire right has just become reactionary. Into there is no ideas being proposed from our side. It's just, oh, we're against the SJW. Oh, we're against trannies. We're against this. We're against. What are you actually for? What are the actual solutions that are being proposed? You just see this more and more and more. Um, and it's a sad thing to well, there, see. There is, there is a know. solution. It's not in 30s Nazi Germany. It seems to be, it, you know, that's apparently the right. only the, 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 the whole of Western civilization, you know, that's as far as we got. We progressed in 1930, and, you know, that's the pinnacle of achievement, PPP. Oh, fuck. I, I don't know. Like, I, I think that that system makes a lot of sense for 1930s Germany. I don't know if it makes sense for 2020s England or Canada. You know, yeah. and, the, and the, the solution is, how do we update the thinking from 100 years ago to make it make sense today? And mm. we're just not having the sort of thinkers that are coming in and making that stuff happen. Now, that's just not who I am. I'm not a fucking philosopher. I'm not an academic. Do you know what I mean? I'm just a fucking, you know, fat retard with a fucking opinion, you know, who doesn't want to see everything go to shit. You know, I'm not telling you that I know all the I mean, answers. You, you look at the, you look like at the supposed philosophers who've got Keith Woods, Keith Woods, Greg um, uh, uh, Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Millennial Woes is supposedly like a philosopher, isn't it? It's like, Jesus, uh, you know, that's the best we've got to offer, is it? I know. I mean, you know, last week there was a big discussion about Dutton on this program. Um, you know, Dutton's a very smart guy. Um, he knows a lot about science. He knows a lot about biology. He knows clearly a lot more than I know. We're probably most he, people he doesn't know who to, he, he doesn't know who to ally himself with, does he? That's, that's one of the main yeah, things he doesn't know, isn't it? Doesn't have charisma. Shame. Yeah, he, well, he has a certain amount of charisma, at least to be entertaining in those first few minutes of his videos. I always tune in to see what character sketch he's doing. <laughs> almost like, you know, but at the same time, that goofy sort of presentation detracts a little bit from the seriousness of what he's trying to do. You know, when I do that shit, my shit's not really ever that serious. But he's actually trying to be like an academic voice for, yeah. you know, whites. And so I don't know why he's dressing up like fucking Doc Martin from Back to the Future <laughs> and fucking, you know, dressing up as a Ninja Turtle. But, the, but that, was a, that was a valid critique of uh, Govington. It's like, what, what, what is his... He doesn't have a point, does he? I mean, he does these great, like you say, these great big long presentations, but he doesn't have a point. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, and that seems to be more and more so the case. Like 
everything our guys are coming out with, okay, so we see a great critique of a, a leftist video or a leftist point of view, breaking down, deconstructing how it's wrong, but then where is our, where are we building our own arguments? Where are we building our own uh, ideology, our own systems? It just doesn't seem to be happening. It seems to be either guys doing takedowns, reactionary stuff, or just masturbating themselves off about various statistics about in-group selection and IQ and the bell curve. And look, I mean, the, the, the vast majority of people who are going to be a part of this sort of a mass movement Already are not going to be grasping any of this shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the, the average guy who's working at Tesco's right now who doesn't have an economic future under this neoliberal system, is he really going to get fired up about um, you know, in-group preferences for breeding or why that's like the stuff that Dutton's talking about. No, you know what I mean? It's, it's reaching those working class people who feel alienated, who feel like they don't have a future and getting them excited about something new, uh, a new system, a new way of doing things well, and getting they, they, them to the point where... It's why I always follow Tommy Robinson because I know he's a grifting cunt, but the fact is his supporters, they're the real, they're the real deal. And, uh, I, uh, I have a lot of respect just, for them. It's just a shame that they're getting taken for a ride by people like Tommy, who maybe at one time had their best interests at heart, but I think he's probably ended up having to sell out to the feds in order to keep his freedom. I don't know if he's still in the country. It's a real shame because they'll just throw you in a fucking cell when you try and lead an actual movement in the streets like that. Um, but there this, this movement's... People. This movement as well, it's become a meat grinder, hasn't it? If, you, if you've been in this movement more than 18 months, you'll have heard all the arguments and you'll be bored to death by, you know, another one of Collett's fucking chip adverts. What <laughs> chip advert rants? Yeah, yeah, it's... What the fuck can you do? I mean, guys get into it for a year or two and then they get disillusioned, they fuck off. Mm. Um, you know, that, that's just how it's how it's been. Or they end up going full board, committing some awful terrorist attack and fucking going to jail. Uh, and, and, you know, like the solution isn't to just go bomb build. I mean, you know, sometimes it might be like, you know, the, 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 the Irish, you know, they got a lot of what they wanted through bombing shit and through doing terrorism and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, you know, you can't directly say you advocate for that. But again, you can't argue with the results of, of what those actions lead to a lot of the time. And so I don't know. A lot of it is that people are just not willing to risk their lives because they live comfortable lives under the yeah. system. Um, even, you know, the poorest workers now are still living very comfortably under this system. Now, when we start having to fucking eat bugs and live in pods, then maybe people will be like, Oh fuck, you know, maybe I, maybe I'll lay down my life for this pause. But until then, you know, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people say that we're 30, 30 years ahead of the culture, and I think they're probably right. The, the problem is, by the time people catch up, it's already too late, isn't it? Yeah, it's like in the in the past, like you know, it's like liberalism creeps in. Provided people are comfortable, they won't revolt. They they have never revolted, and they never fucking will do. The problem you is, is that our enemies slowly. know. Th the problem is our enemies know this. Provided you have people's basic needs met, most people will quite happily adapt to whatever system well, it is. Especially, no especially the right, because the right are the homeowners and the workers. So, so the right are never going uh, the white, the the white, the right can't afford to revolt, can they? No, no of course. No, you know, but the thing of it is, is it gets to the point here in Canada where okay, so they've got legal weed, 
are going to give me two grand a month not to work, just sit at home and play fucking video games and smoke pot. Who's not going to do that? Yeah. No? The only people, and, it's like every, it's like every revolution has been led by really, really pissed off people and psychopaths. That's just like throughout history, that's how it's always been. You know, right. I, I, I mean, fuck. You know, there's some people who think that maybe you know that the the elite have our best interests at heart. That yeah, maybe okay. the new system they bring in won't be that bad. But I think it's going to be quite fucking bad. You know, I've had conversations with uh, Godwinson where we go, well, fuck. I mean, if the New World Order is going to pay us all, fuck, to, to not work, we don't have to work, and we just play video games all day and smoke pot, it'll be great. But look, it won't be like that. It'll be like that for the first couple of years until they have full control of everything, and nobody can resist anymore. Nobody's got a business. There's no wealth in the underclass. And then that's when you'll start to be totally shafted. You know, it's, it's this- a trick. But there's also there's also the fact that you can be materially comfortable and lack of a thing. It's like if you look at Japan, Japanese people have a really comfortable existence in terms of material. Like they have de- a decent income, they can afford anything they want to, they can masturbate over anime all day. But like their actual needs of finding a wife and having children and owning yeah. owning a home, it really fucking gets to them. That's why they've got a weird oh, suicide rate and shit. It will get to you. I think for the vast majority, the vast, vast majority of people, it's sort of a system of, you know, the government's going to give you a base wage. You sit at home and masturbate all day to porn. That is unacceptable for most people. Most people need to have a family. Most people want to have a home and, and build something. Meaning. You know, they have that drive. Where are you if I can't even have a dog? And I keep having dreams about a dog. Because let's face it, with, with travel uh, forbidden and fraternizing with strangers uh, verboten, it's not as if I'm any of us are going to get a companion. So by at least having well, a dog, de- 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 surely depopulation is the be- is is the end game for all this, isn't it? Well, yeah, because once the, I mean the reality is is that the the leaders of the fucking planet realize they're moving to a world of automation, and the majority yeah, of people they employed, don't need us anymore. They don't fucking need us. Like the majority of people are replaceable. They're completely fucking replaceable. They want to get rid of you. I, I mean, you know, they, they consider us useless eaters, people that consume more than they need, that are destroying the planet, that are destroying nature, you know, that are, you know, destroying diversity in terms of the species and the ecosystems and this and that. So they want to, you know, eliminate us and, and have just, you know, one class of ultra elites and maybe a, a third world slave class up until they don't to look even after the robots. People. See, I, I don't, I don't even think... I don't even think it's personal. I think they've just like they they they've uh, they've looked at the graphs and they've realised that we're we're the trouble demographic at the moment, aren't we? And the, oh, well, and, the, and that's why I've been scheduled uh, yeah. for deletion, haven't we? However, they, I will say they something. Look at it that they're doing the right thing. Like we, a lot of the time, we think all oh, these guys are evil bastards. No, they think they're doing what's right. I think that they genuinely think they're probably doing what's right. Either that, um, either that just, or they're just doing what's right for their bottom line. It's uh, there's absolutely it's good for them. It, it's it? good for them as a class. Like if you're like, it's always about material. If you're in a fucking elite person, all of this globo homo neoliberal fucking bullshit is good for you. It makes you money. You're really wealthy. Your kids are going to be okay. It's all going to be all right for you. But they don't give a fuck about you. That's what it comes down to. But the, but there is a white pill in all of this. Is it? They always get too cocky. They always get too confident. You know, we've had loads of revolutions where people have revolted against the system. We've had the French Revolution, the fucking Bolshevik Revolution. It's happened. So, you know, maybe they'll fuck up. Maybe they'll fuck up. I think they could fuck up. 
really and good in the Netherlands. I mean, of all places, the Dutch are scum. But can I just be first to say, maybe the Dutch aren't scum. And congratulations to them for being like the first to say, yeah, we're not having a lockdown. Fuck you. They're even oh, burning you know, their bicycles. That's how serious yes. they are about it. Oh, listen to this, though. These fucking America first agate bastards like Vincent James <laughs> are saying that those riots in the Netherlands are immigrants and Muslims rioting. They're not. You know? they're not. But they're not. And I saw the video of them blowing up that bridge. Those fuckers look white to me. I'll tell you that. I mean, they might have been Polish or something, but fuck. I mean, they're not fucking Muslims like this guy is trying to claim. It's just like a well, total gaslight of reality to, to, I don't know what the fuck. You know, it's just strange to me why you would say shit like that. I don't know well, what the, the motivation behind that is. The Dutch have been at it for a while, haven't they? Because they did that big, they did the big ghost load that no one talked about with the tractors, where they drove the tractors through the cities, didn't they? But, I mean, also, like, in France, uh, again, they've had a lot more organized resistance to things like what they had, the Yellow Vest movement uh, a year or two ago, that was really, I thought, doing some good, uh, at least in terms of, like, I, I remember they burning down banks. I remember them, you know, getting in the street, getting in engagements with people. Um, a lot more so than you see, like, in England. I don't think we're seeing they, any they sort like, of... They were making the police look really bad, weren't they? Because there was people having their eyes put out by fucking uh, plastic bullets and things like that, weren't they? It's like it, the, yeah. the police didn't look very good from it at all, did they? Even water cannon will rupture people's eyes. Yeah. yeah. But don't worry. You know? But don't worry. There's going to be... We're going to have an economic depression. I know that sounds bad, but it's really good, actually, because the worse it gets... I'll tell you what, we'll know if there's ever going to be a, a real um, fight against what's going on currently. If we have this economic depression and we're expecting, like, what, three or four million people unemployed, if people don't revolt when that's happening to them, they never fucking will, and it's all over. That's just what I'm yeah. going to say on this. The problem with any of this organisation, I mean, it's not even a case of Fed posting. It's just a case of, oh, okay, I agree to meet you here at this place. It's like, well, you've just uh, done premeditated. That, yeah. That's how it becomes. And the thing is, we can't go to the pubs now, so we can't have a place to discuss this in, in the privacy. Well, it, it, what it is is, you know, guys, you know, Colette is not the right guy. Like you watching Young Nazi and Proud, how he's talking to guys in the bar. You know, that, that it's not going to work. Like you need to have people who are actually like crafters, who are actually, you know, part of that culture, who actually are drinking at the pub every fucking weekend. And they, when they talk to the guys there, they say this is fucked up. And you know, they talk to in plain language that everybody can easily understand. That's how you organize in real life. You organize at the churches, you organize uh, at your workplace, you organize in the pubs, you know? That's where the actual organization takes place. Um, well, we've we've come to the like conclusion, PP, PP, that, that, there's, that there's online activism, which is useless, and there's IRL activism, and, 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 I don't, and, and the thing is, the two things aren't marrying up at the moment, are they? Yeah, you know, the online activism is useful in terms of Guys getting educated, guys understanding, getting that framework, that initial 18 months where they're learning everything, they're learning the arguments, they see what type of ideology they want to have, and, but then it's not translating into an actual real-life movement. And a lot of it is also like the demoralization of, oh, well, if we ever meet up in real life, we're all going to jail, everybody is a federal agent. 
you can't trust anybody. And there are feds and there are people like that. But at a certain point, you do need to find a way to organize in real life. You do need to find a way to turn this into a real thing instead of just something that's on fucking 4chan. But, but have, you, have, you noticed, have you noticed how comedic this fucking Nazi Nazi uh, Satanism thing is? Because everyone's going, you know what, guys? It's the Satanism part. No, it's not the fucking Satanism part. It's the fucking Nazi part. Jesus, kids, drop it. Drop it. It's a dead end. It is, it is a thing. So I, I just like to speak to like the GCHQ listening at the moment. Are you are you guys happy with the status quo? Are you happy knowing like, oh, at least I'll have a pension? Yeah, but your kids are going to be half cast. Oh, well, I've got no problem with that. You're the racist. Really? Yeah, but they really? won't be. Like What's the thing that? is, like the, el- the elites of the country, they're not going to have half cast kids. Like they, they live in white as fuck areas. Well, he's well, not talking about the elite. He's, anyway. he's talking about the foot soldiers, the GCHQ, Phil. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be happy knowing that what you're building for your children and grandchildren is going to be a prison. Because we're all under house arrest at the moment. How are you enjoying the house arrest, GCHQ, MI5, MI6? How are you enjoying it? Well, I'll tell you, they probably aren't enjoying it too awful much. But it's it's a situation where, are you going to be Edward Snowden? Do you want to be that fucking guy? Do you want to be uh, Chelsea Manning? Do you want to be these fucker Julian Assange and, and, and you want to turn against that system? Because I'll tell you, you know, they, they blow the whistle or they turn on that system and they just get fucking shoot up and they get punished badly. Or they throw um, the book at them, don't they? It's and, that's why, and that's why Trump was, because he's part of the system, would never have pardoned Assange or, or Manning or, or, or any of these fuckers because they actually pose a threat to the system. If, you know, if, if you're in that GCHQ, in that military establishment, and it turns out you can get away with that, you know, that's why they need to be made examples of, you know, because if people realize that they can actually leak those secrets or expose what's going on, um, you know, without consequence, then it will happen. They have to punish people who step out of line like that in extreme ways. And guys, there's some pretty um, damning stuff which has been released, like uh, in the previous Biden administration with um, Fast and Furious. It's like, so you're telling me guns which are confiscated in America, including machine guns, are being sold to Mexican cartels who then bring them across the border to commit crime. But the but guys, we all know that this is going on. Like everybody with a brain already knows it's going on. They they know that the feds and and the and the and the glowies and all these fuckers are doing all these evil operations. They're toppling third world governments all the time. They're they're dealing drugs. They're dealing guns. You know, they're the biggest crime enterprise. There fucking is going. You know, but none of us do a goddamn thing about it because we can't do a fucking goddamn thing about it. You know, that's what's going on. You know, it, or people are just too afraid to do anything. That, that's and you can't happens. be afraid. You can't be afraid as well. Like, it's like if, if we look at like <clears throat> leaders of, re- of revolutions as well, they've always gone like, this is why Mark can never be like a leader of a, re- a real revolution because he isn't willing to go jail or, or do fucking weird shit. Like the reality is every single one of them, Hitler, Mussolini, Stalin. Weird shit. Yeah, they, they were willing to go jail. They'd go jail and rob banks and do all sorts of fucking mental stuff, whereas Mark Class has, has got no balls. You said he wouldn't be willing to do weird shit. I think he's done some weird shit. I mean, yeah, the wrong kind of weird shit. I don't know. I don't know. The NES streaming on a Sunday night is pretty fucking weird. 
not exactly the Battle of Algiers, though, Hemi. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's 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 getting people who you know are able to watch the football game on Saturday or Sunday and the start of the hockey game here in Canada, who are able to drink beer, who you know are are living a decent existence, to say, okay, I'm willing to pick up a rifle and die. I'm willing to go out to the streets and, and get my brains bashed in or fucking, you know, be sleeping in the fucking winter cold for fucking months at a time in a fucking forest somewhere in northern Canada. And it's just a very hard sell for the vast majority. Yeah, uh, you have to have a psychopath. George Orwell might have been an insufferable leftist twat, but at least he took a bullet for what he believed in when he was on holiday in Spain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's just people are people are also very divorced nowadays from violence, from the consequences of violence, from ever having any sort of physical pain inflicted upon them. Because even in the schools now, they try and stop fighting, they try and make us soft, um, you know. And and because of that, people just are are so scared to act out in that way um, that it makes things very depressing. It makes things very sad. And it just seems like it'll only get worse over time because people like, you know, nobody really wants to go out even as kids now and fucking even play sports or be physical. Like everybody no, they, is now they probably don't on a even, cell phone. They don't even like climbing trees anymore in case they fall out, do they? I mean, I, I, I think falling out of a tree when you're a kid is a, is a very, very good experience, isn't it? Well, you know, because it's it's physicality, and you're you you know you go through pain, and you understand what it is. Fuck, like there are a lot of guys today who have never even been in a fucking fight. Um, they're twenty, thirty fucking years old, and then we're expecting these fucking neat guys who probably have not even held fucking employment. Um, you know, uh, who've never had a fight in their life to go out and fucking start a a mass revolution movement. It's just not really realistic. So it's it's just it's a tough situation where it's like okay well it, it's getting to the point now where it's going to be an intergenerational thing like the Irish with their quest for independence where it's going to be like okay well you raise your son and your family to be hard and he does the same thing and your friends you try and get them to raise their families that way and you just keep the fight going for hundreds and hundreds of years. That's the way it's going to be for white people in order to survive, most likely. Um, you know? I, I, it's just a tough situation. Yeah. Oh, well, it could be worse. You could be Indian. <laughs> yeah! I, I've, been, uh, I've been learning a lot about India and... Um, the, the fecal contamination and the smell and Indian TikTok and oh my god, you thought Korean TikTok was bad? Well, Indian I TikTok, I can't imagine how fucking hellish that is. <laughs> it's 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 like the thing is that's actually like the competent people, but they they look like mongoloids. To, no, not mongoloids. We're supposed to call them downies, aren't we? Yeah, that's yeah, the they're downies. term for spackers. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked if I bet on GameStop stock. Yeah. Um, my brother is big into the trading. I told him, I called him, fuck, I called him three days ago. I told him to get in on this stock. He didn't. I call him again this morning. I tell him, fucking look at this stock. No, you need to get in on it. So he, he's, 
But he's like, he's holding on this fucking Great British Pound versus Japanese Yen. He has all his liquidity tied up in this. Because he's, he's like shorting the pound or whatever. I don't fucking know. And it's not working out for him. I told, <laughs> I told him to liquidate that trade and get on GameStop. And it was at like, fuck, it was at like uh, 103 earlier. Now it's looking at like 141. I why, why, is, why is GameStop going through, this, through the roof then? Are they ditching the, uh, the bricks and mortar stores or something? No, so what it is, is all these fuckers on our Wall Street bets are like, they don't want to see GameStop go out of business, so they're like, buying into it, and like, what they've done is they're like, trying to see if they, if they can get millions of small investors to buy on it, if they can overpower the whales who are shorting it, and cost these fucking Goldman Sachs and these investment firms billions of dollars. So right now, there's this big war between all the guys on Reddit and 4chan who are buying this GameStop stock, even though it's not worth what they're paying for it, uh, to inflate it up, versus the Wall Street investor crowd who are like, no, like we're going to short this and it's going to go down because it's not actually worth it. And a lot of the analysts are freaking out, like, uh, what's his name, that Kramer guy with the baseball I mean, bat. Is, is, it, is, this, is this the sort of terrorism we should be getting involved in, then? Is it PPP? <laughs> is, this, is this what we need to be doing to win the, win the culture war? Well, you know uh, what? It's, it, it's, it's exciting. <laughs> I've never seen this before. Yeah. Uh, they've done this with GameStop. They've done it with AMC now and Bed Bath & Beyond. So these are the three stops. <laughs> We've decided to make the last stand of Western civilization on GameStop, AMC, and fucking Bed Bath and Beyond. So we'll see what fucking happens here. But uh, I don't know. I imagine they'll end up getting crushed by the big whales. But so far, they've been beating the whales who've been shorting this market. So um, it's it's interesting. The guys who got into this fuck a month ago uh, are making have made a lot of money. So we'll see. There's probably, if you get in now, I bet you, you'll probably still make money, but you'll have to sell in the next few days. Um, there's still some opportunity here, but so, now so it's getting real got, mainstream. We've got to say well done to these guys <laughs> then, haven't we, for uh, for keeping keeping the keeping the stores that they want alive. It's, it's got, they're making a stand, aren't they, at least? I mean, it, it's a stand you can make that's legal. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I don't know, people get excited about it. More and more guys are getting into cryptocurrency trading and getting into this stuff and i i think on the whole it, it's somewhat positive because a lot of our guys are becoming very very wealthy based off cryptocurrencies and this sort of trading uh which allows for the movement to be funded now i don't know if that guy in france who died and gave all his bitcoins to fuentes if he was legit or if that was a fed there are people like that um, I know there. A lot of those guys are probably genuine. They're just misguided and they give their funds to well, people uh, like yeah, Mark. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. They do tend to give it to the wrong people. There was a guy over here called uh, called Weirdos Unite, and he gave money to uh, Tommy Mark Collett. Uh, he was giving like Dangerfield. Was it Dangerfield? Was it as well? And and unwashed. Yeah. You know, what I mean, completely useless people because he thought because. Uh, the well, you know, there's there's a story about his daughter in it, in it, yeah. They take advantage of people like this, and then there's like these super donors, like the uh, you know, like the Regnerys, the Charles Martel Society, the uh, Peter Thiel, uh, 
you know, the, the whoever whoever funds yeah. the Daily Stormer, and it's just like you have one wing and then another <laughs> wing. You have like the Amnats, the Wignats, and then like the, the so-called academics. But it's funny how uh, Countercurrents, I think they got the most amount of money back in the Super Chat days when like TRS would get, you know, like a 1488, they'd get like a thousand dollar Super Chat, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. Like, there's, there's this money, like, stuff. some of it is legit. Now, some of it I think is legit because there were a lot of guys on poll about 10 years ago who were talking about Bitcoin before it was a big thing. I remember there being threads where, you know, thousands of Bitcoin were being given away that weren't worth a fucking thing in threads. And if you were in one of those threads and you held those Bitcoins and never sold them, you'd be a multimillionaire today. So there are a lot of guys who probably are uh, racially aware who are multimillionaires off crypto. Unfortunately, like they are still young guys and young guys like myself, like a lot of you guys here, I'm sure, are easily misguided and, and redirected into stupid bullshit um, like Fuentes and his his fucking sham of a movement. I, I mean, Fuentes, I don't even know what the fuck he's doing now. He's like doing unlisted YouTube streams on a website. Hmm. He hasn't even invested in the infrastructure to have his own streams. It's very pathetic stuff there. Yeah. Um, it's ironic of him to do uh, he was the one saying oh you know you got people hurt in Charlottesville and then he leads everyone into this where you know more people die. Well, it, just, it was like, obviously bullshit from the beginning what it was was he didn't want to have to bow down to Richard Spencer and the Wignats at that time he wanted to be in charge so he told us that organizing in public was a mistake that these rallies were a mistake which he was right about like these sort of rallies don't make yeah. sense until the time is right to actually like do a march on Rome or some I, shit I, I like don't, that. I don't think you know? the rallies are a problem. It's how you do it. It's when you turn up with a plastic style helm and a fucking runic fucking shield. Yeah, that's made out of a bin lid. I mean, yeah. that's that's. I mean, what's what's wrong with just turning turning up, melting into melting into the crowd, not putting your own agenda on it, and just supporting supporting that that day? I mean, oh, Charlottesville would have gone much nothing better. Nothing wrong with it. What, There's you're talking wrong with it. the First Amendment, Hemi, you fucking fascist. <laughs> the, issue, the issue is, what happens is, these agent provocateurs turn up, these feds turn up, and cause fucking issues. Fuckers, and there's also a bunch of genuine retards who will turn up wearing Nazi paraphernalia, who are genuine actors of, 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 of a movement, who think they're doing a good thing but they're causing fucking issues, then everybody looks at the people there as being fucking lunatics instead of somebody with a genuine grievance. Yeah. And, and then it's used as a justification to crack down on everybody. That's the issue with it. Like, if it wasn't for agent provocateurs and the media framing of everything and, and this sort of stuff, it would make a whole lot more sense than it does. And, and that's where Fuentes had a point. And a lot of the guys who go to this end up with their lives being ruined and fucked up. James Fuentes Fields. James Fields guys. for a wrong turn got got you know four hundred and fifteen <sighs> years for a wrong turn, didn't he? Essentially. Yeah. I heard yeah, I mean, that um, during the anti-war movement in Vietnam, there were just you know normal, uh, clean-cut students, but then the hippie movement came in with all of the CIA-funded uh, pure LSD and bands like the Grateful Dead, which, you know, I'm not sure what 
Tavistock is there, but he, and Laurel Canyon, that's it. And basically just associated with middle America, it's like, oh, you, you're anti-war, you're just all a bunch of hippies. And it's like, no no sort of conservative young man with, like, you know, just got his head, square head on his shoulders would be against the war. You're all hippies and you're all taking LSD yeah. and reefer. I mean, I mean, imagine, no, I how, imagine I how differently Charlottesville had gone if 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 Enoch and Spencer had, tu- had, tu- had turned up without their egos and ju- and just you know gone along, were dressed dressed smart and joined joined in with the march and, and got them and got the march done to keep keep the uh, statue up. Well, exactly, and, and the problem was it got turned. The focus got turned away from the statue, um, which was a legitimate grievance, and it got turned into. Um, you know, a tiki torch, fucking weird, like neo-Nazi type fucking shit. Um, you know, and it just it got fucked up. And um, James Fields, I don't think necessarily was uh, wrong. Really, he yeah. just he really got fucked over. He really, really, really got fucked over. And it's just it's hard for me to tell young young white men to go out there to these rallies when you know their whole life could be destroyed and ruined for it if it's not the right moment if it's not the right opportunity um and that storming of the capital could have been the right opportunity to start a, a real movement in america that might have changed something those people weren't willing to lay down their lives and die at that scene um and, and that's the only thing they could have done because they weren't going to take over the government that day didn't have the men they didn't have the materials they didn't have the planning but they didn't even have the sort of people who wanted to make a difference it was just people who wanted to virtue signal that they were cutards or maga guys on social media and they were just pied pipered by baked alaska and a bunch of fucking agent provocateur fed people and now we're all going to be paying the price for that well, also, um, also, Andy Antifa, um, to Jones, uh, Alex Jones turned out to be right, didn't he? About that Sullivan guy who's an Antifa. He, he was wearing a, a MAGA hat. And I'm sure there were some Antifa mm. who were doing that, um, you know. But I, I hesitate to blame it all on Antifa because, again, there were legitimate conservatives who were there, legitimate Trump supporters who did storm in there. Uh, and to deny that, I think, is to deny reality. Um, well, I always think of the woman who just had a smile on her face, and then someone did a Photoshop where, like, you got one of the senators with his gamer girl fart bag over his head, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she's just like there in, in the background in the chorus, just smiling, wearing being an American flag, and the <laughs> caption underneath, like, "I was feared for my life. These vicious terrorists they desecrated our temple to democracy." I'm like, "You fucking spastic." But that's how, but that's how it was viewed, and I knew it would be framed up that way. As soon as I, because okay, so that day, um, I remember. So it was not the sixth of January; it was in December. They had a rally that was to stop the steal in Washington, the Million Maggot March. I woke up early for that because I expected there to be a happening. I fucking watch it. Fuck all happens. Boring shit. Sixth of January comes around. I and I wake up. Fuck nine in the morning. I say to myself, you know what? Nothing's going to happen. I'm going to go back to bed. Sure enough, I wake up three in the afternoon or whatever the fuck. Oh, and I go to my computer and what's happened? They've actually stormed the Capitol. Oh, and all this crazy shit. And as soon as I saw that, I fucking said, oh, fuck. I hope that a lot of our guys die today in that building. Because if they're not seen as the martyrs and the victims of this, they're going to frame it as there's Confederate flags 
the rebel flag on our sacred institutions. And this is the first time since Canada in 1812 sacked the White House. And this is terrorism of the highest order. And this is an insurrection and a coup. You know? and, 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 you know? and, and the people in that building were just not serious about what they believed in enough to actually you know, die for it. And, and, and that's, that's, that was the major issue for me was if you're going to go to that extent, if you're going to say, okay, this country is rotten, it's corrupt to the core, the election's been stolen, this nation's being stolen from us, I am storming the Capitol to try and, you know, kill government officials or, you know, whatever the fuck, well, you better do it right. And they didn't do it right. They totally failed. It was a complete disgrace. Um, and, and the thing of it is, I, I don't think they should have hurt anybody or been violent because it wasn't the right time for it. No, I just... Lives. That's what I think. I think they should have. <laughs> oh fuck! I think they should have been martyrs for a cause, and then, well, you know, then something would have happened. Ash Ashley Babbitt got shot in the neck, and she died. So she she's the martyr. That's only mean, one, though. Only one, and, and and that's the thing is easy enough to sweep up one. Now Charlottesville, they took one victim and made it the whole fucking narrative. When you don't have that media control, there needs to be more than one victim. I, I said there needs to be at least 10 victims. Then you can say, wow, this is tyranny. They've opened fire on American civilians. And it, see, that's the thing, is if they were able to bait the military, actual uniformed soldiers, into shooting down American citizens in the street, that's when the militias might actually do something yeah. in America. Like a Kent State type of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, uh, like well, you, need, you need something. You need something. You, you need something so big that the that the governmental media complex can't cover it up, don't you? But you need that well, kind like of Lincoln. happening, don't you? Yeah. Like and it needs and it needs to be a big visual. And they had all the cameras in the world there, live streaming to where they couldn't cover it up. And if they had just stayed in that building and waited for the military to come in and kill them all, or burn it, or do whatever the fuck. No, it would have been a whole different story. But they, they weren't willing to be martyrs that day. I will, um, I will, so I, I, I will, I will well actually, you PPP, because we've had well over a year of the yellow vests and the world's media yeah. just refuse to talk about it. You know, they will memory hole anything these days, anything and everything these days, won't they? Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's bad. Like, the, the battle with the media and the press is tough. And, and that's where, like, the alternative media sources were so useful. Like, YouTube, like, YouTubers and stuff like that were able to break through and reach people for a little while. The issue was all these fucking idiots, you know, turned it into their own grips or they were self-centered about it or they were stupid the way they went about it. And the people who run big tech in Silicon Valley caught on and shut it down. And so now that's less of an avenue for people uh, to get the truth out. It's just, you know, there needs to be images of, you know, American patriots getting gunned down by the military, by people in uniforms. Those images would be so powerful, especially in the Capitol building, that it would shake the American collective consciousness and maybe wake up some of these guys who actually are armed, who have training, who are ex-military, who are ex-police in the United States into, into taking action. But you see those blogs on uh, my six hundred pound life. Do you think you could get them in the Capitol building? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> they've oh. just become a mobile barricade. <laughs> oh shit! My six hundred pound like See, all that stuff is just like the the learning channel, like TLC in in the states. What I consider to be like the modern day freak shows, mm. but like I feel like they have even less dignity than like modern day like the like nineteenth century freak shows, because at least those were honest about what they are. You know, this shit is being guised as it's on the Learning Channel and like, oh, you're learning about niche or obscure things. Like, no, like it's it's actually exploitation. What what this shit is. It's exploitation and glorification of really degenerate lifestyles and stuff like this. I, I really am disgusted by stuff like My 600 Pound Life or the shows about the midgets and, and all this sort of stuff. I feel like the sideshow performers in the circus had more dignity uh, than that. You know, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, they did. And they were more entertaining as well. Yeah, you know, and, and, and they felt like, uh, I, I feel like they had more pride to them. Um, and a lot of those those circus sideshow freaks and stuff like that made very good livings at it um, and, and performed for, you know, their whole lives. Whereas these fuckers get used up on one episode of fucking a TLC show, exploited by a multi-million dollar corporation, are never seen again and die in poverty and fucking anguish and shit like this. I don't know. That stuff always kind of makes me sick. And even like the lol cow videos about these fat fuckers and this and that, it's like you guys have nothing better to do than obsess about these fat women. Really? Like that's well, what you're gonna be concerned about? These fat fucking women? Like, come on. Speaking of the modern day freak show, do you, do you know about uh, um, uh, Jordan, uh, Katie Price? Do you know? Do you know? Do you ever PPP? No, who the hell is Katie Price? Uh, she's uh, she used to be a page three girl. Gets her tits out quite a bit. She um she's got this oh, okay. with the with the mongoloid son uh, Harvey. <laughs> Harvey's transition to adulthood. What the fuck is this? this well, that's the I, I was going to read one a bit further on. Katie Price recalls crisis point with Harvey as teen smashed car windows to avoid leaning out. I mean, she li she lives with this kid and he's got Prader Willie syndrome, which means he's constantly hungry. He actually eats frozen pizzas. PPP. What? I'll have, yeah. to, I'll have to look into this. She's basically, I mean, I mean, it's it's absolutely, I mean, Harvey Price, it's just absolutely what you're saying, the modern day freak show. She just parades this kid around and uses him to carry on with her media career. Yeah. And I think also a lot of this is to make people feel better about their lives. Like, you know, oh, well, you know, I'm a loser who lives with my parents at home, but at least I'm not the big fat fuck eating frozen pizzas on the TV being <laughs> humiliated and embarrassed. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's not so bad. You know, I'll, I'll just keep sitting here on fucking Benny's eating the fucking chicken tendies and smoking pot. Mm. You know, like that's what a lot of this shit is. And I, I don't know. I, I like, I, I, I enjoy some of the freak show stuff. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's, well, it's like it a morbid funny, but there's like a morbid curiosity to like the Jeremy Kyle or um, I suppose it's Maury with you, isn't it? PPP, you know, yeah. the, the, Maury where, and Jerry Springer where, where and some sluts have yeah. DNA tests with about 17 guys and she still hasn't found the father of a baby yet and stuff like that. But you know, I, I, I don't know. Like, I just think it probably is harmful to society to have shows like that on the air. Maybe it, maybe it's acts as a deterrent to make people say, Oh, I don't want to be like that. 
I think more so it's like a glorification of it. And like you see it like on that Dr. Phil show with that cash me outside girl or whatever. You just know, like, her whole life she wanted to be on the Dr. Phil show as a fucking train wreck. Well, we, and now we she's all know getting so, to live out know, fucking drink. We all know someone else that's been on the Dr. Phil show, don't we, PPP? <laughs> well, yeah, the Diddler Dax. Yeah. <laughs> What's the latest with Diddler Look, Dax? What's going on with him? Well, you know, the guy still every fucking week is talking about cuties. Like, you know, doubling down, defending that movie, saying it's fine, saying it's great. Um, the guy that, like last month was talking about how he was going to masturbate to Greta Thunberg now that she's oh, 18 Jesus. years old. Like, <laughs> and, and like, dude, like, if you're going to, like, I get, like, he's doing his whole libertarian thing or whatever, but, like, free speech and shit like this, but, dude, if you're going to die on some hill, don't die on, like, the child porn, like... Pedo shit. It, the re- recreational child sex water park. Yeah. You no. Know, don't die on your recreational drugs hill because you're a fucking degenerate burnout who just wants to do drugs all day and have sex. Now go die on that hill if you want to be a Lulbert. Don't die on this fucking kitty diddler hill because it's just bad, you know? And I, I just don't know why you would do it unless you are like a diddler yourself, to be honest. And his whole crew, Vito, that fucking yeah. degenerate, disgusting, slob piece of shit. Lolly faggot. He's going on Ralph's show and like defending Vouch's takes on you know how child porn is is more ethical than slave labor, and you know the ch- children are being exploited. Yeah, like this is like he's trying to say that okay, and so this is the Vouch take, and it's just it's mind blowing. He goes, well, in our society, we accept that. Children are being exploited to mine minerals in the Congo for our computers. But when you buy a computer, it's ethically the same as buying child pornography. Because a child has been exploited in both cases, but in one of those instances, no. we as a society are outraged. In another no. one, you know, that's that's what he says. That's no. what he says. Is it, isn't there, <laughs> yeah. isn't there that other take that goes something like, um, it's okay for virtuous pedophiles to watch... Um, child porn that's already been made because the child has already yeah. been abused or something like that. Isn't there, a, isn't there a take that goes something like that as well, isn't there? Yeah. They, they'll say, so this is what Dick was saying, is he's like, well, if they're masturbating to Lollicon there, then they won't be, you know, masturbating to child porn. Oh, it's harm <laughs> reduction there. I just it, view it as it's did, reinforcing that attraction I, to I children, which is... Is any like part of this discussion like maybe don't do that because it'll leave an indelible mark on your soul and you'll be forever scarred by what you've seen and maybe you don't think that's a big deal but then later on when it comes to judgment day you're going to be like hmm, I'm going to have to defend myself and what I came to. But you have to realize these big owl libertarian fuckers you know um, they don't believe in God. They're just full on atheists, full on materialistic. Materialism. Divorced from nature, when that happens, you, you, I think you go, you go mad. I, I, I uh, believe it or not, there was a faggy, edgy, atheist phase in my life as well. And uh, I, I, at the time, I remember it's like, well, I don't disbelieve in God. I'm just angry with him. Where is he, the fucker? Well, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. Because conservatism, yeah. yeah. 
Well, you, you've no, you've never heard that heard an atheist rail at Buddhism, have you? Like they never rail at Buddhism; they always rail oh, at Christianity. Oh, Kraut rails at Buddhism, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, here he is, the captain. Hey. Wait, is hey. that not a? I, is that a PPP soundboard, or is that the real PPP? <laughs> it's, it's a real PPP. It's, it's, it, they're back together. It's, oh, wait, 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 it's like wait. it's like watching, it's like the re- reuniting the Beatles. It's, we got Gobbins and the PPP back together. Well, I, I had a better request from that account. I thought this is an obvious sort of trap. It's brilliant. I can get PPP to say Willy Bum Bum. Willy Bum Bum. It really is a soundboard. <laughs> deep fake. We've deep faked PPP, Gobinson. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Next week, oh. we're going to deep fake Greta Thunberg. She's going to be on our show. <laughs> I mean, to tell us about James Stephanie, Jim Sterlingson is now a woman. He's going out in public dressed as a woman. Some amazing shit there. Some You're telling me he's going to come part to 41%? Oh, he's, I hope so. I can't believe this shit. I cannot believe it. Just disgusting. Well, I don't know. Jim Sterling taking HRT is probably the least shocking thing of the past two years, to be honest, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's already got the boobs, so it's not going to make that much difference. <laughs> Yeah, the, only, the, only, the only effect it's had on his contact is, uh, content is just that he's become more obnoxious, you know, variantly obnoxious to did the point watch, where. Did you watch? Yeah? A, did you watch Azzy's, uh birthday stream, Godwinson? I, I haven't watched it yet, but, but I just looked at my phone. Uh, I had a busy day today. I just looked at my phone and I saw your fucking um, <laughs> selection of DMs here, your catalogue of DMs. Uh, so it's his birthday. How old is he? Like forty-six. Yesterday, yesterday. I, I haven't watched it yet, so I can't say. Um, but Nick Rakita is on there. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, they all mix, don't they? Because yeah. he was big on the. Uh, who was that anime guy that raped those kids? <laughs> and got off. I'm narrowing it down to quite a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a pretty wide field you've just opened up. There, <laughs> well, there we go. This is what happens. Um, yeah, but they idolised Rakata and Sargon in the quartery. Uh, oh, Razor Fist and uh, Sticks. Yeah. I've heard them say oh, how good oh. Sticks is as well. Razor Fist? <laughs> yeah. I thought Razor Fist died in 2016. <laughs> yeah. No, but if you're just going ape shit these last couple weeks, man, like if you fucking follow Razor's Twitter feed, he's just like, we've been screwed and it's time for revolution and Trump oh. didn't lose the election and it's all a fraud. And, like, well, the thing is with Razor Fist, he went all in on the Trump coin. You know, he had an option. He had an option way back in 2015. Does he continue doing Deep Space Nine reviews and circling the ad monetization drain? Or does he jump on the fucking Trump grift? And he went all in. But I don't know what he's a part of. Like, what is Razor Fist? Like, Razor Fist isn't the Fuentes of the metal world, is he? No, so so he has joined unauthorized.tv. So he's with Owen Benjamin and Vox Day. And all those motherfuckers trying to shill that subscription service. I've been watching as Vox Day tells us to continue trusting the plan. I'm um, amazed you know. that Razor Fist didn't cash out when they were trashing the Capitol and that guy was <laughs> shitting in Nancy Pelosi's desk. I'd have, been, I'd have been abusing my phone to cash out. I'd have been throwing it across the room. Cash <laughs> me out, please. He's going long. He's going long. Going all in. Oh, shit. So is Razor Fist playing the 2024 game then? Is he playing the fucking midterms game here? Tucker 2024. (laughs) You know, the one guy who 
got out immediately was Dame Pesos, smart man that he was. Well, well Pesos preempted it by at least three months, didn't he? Yeah. He thought he he'd get out, out in August. Yeah, he was trying to get out then, but he was like, okay, well, you know, I might get another million view Young Turk meltdown and be able to make another couple <laughs> grand or whatever the fuck. <laughs> those and are, those are the biggest scam videos you've ever seen. They're just clips of Cenk. They're not even yeah. his oration. It's clips of Cenk compiled for two hours. But, but, two hours to, but to bring this back to... To bring this... To bring this back to Dax, I mean, what's the difference between Cenk and Dax these days? There is none. Oh, that Cenk well, has Dax run for public yet? office yet? Is Dax going to go on the public <laughs> office law? Standing oh. on the pro platform of... I mean, what's he defending now? Is he defending he's the lollies still, again? He's still yeah. defending it. He said last month he was going to fuck Greta Thunberg or he was going to masturbate to her because she just turned 18. And now his big scam is paypig.org. Have you heard of this? God was in paypig.org. <laughs> paypig.org. I mean, he does realize that he's actually calling his donators pigs. Like, and, and that's yeah. not ironic. That is what's happening. Oh, it's like when he made New Project 2 and it was like the like the shoe stepping on the gum, you know? Like, he's just a piece of shit, so... He's well, New Project 2 in its terms and conditions had openly told you you were an idiot for donating. That's you are a idiot. fool if you, you give us your social security number and private details. Well, I always, I always thought that um, I always thought it was ironic whenever Ralph used to say, "Here's you know stand-up comedian um, Dick Masterson on," and it was like, "When's the comedian on? Am <laughs> I missing the joke here? Well, am I missing the gag?" Well, Kenny, do you remember Dick Masterson at all? Because I've been searching my past to try and remember when I first came aware of him. In the 90s, but I don't even remember that until somebody, you know, still Ralph played the bit on his show. I'm like, this guy isn't fucking funny. He, he just sucks. He's some, like, gay libertarian who lives in California. Like, well, I think I saw the Dr. Phil appearance, like, alongside yeah, Numa Numa guy in, like, a cat playing a piano. I think that's, like, the third thing you see, isn't it? Dick Matters on Dr. Phil. But yeah. I, it didn't tally with me that the, the, the main sort of lolicon defending pedophile Dick Masterson is, was the Dick Masterson of old. Because they look completely different. One looks like Charles Bronson. He's <laughs> defending Lollicon. The guy now looks like Ron Jeremy. He's Classic. like a poor man's fucking Ron Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he looks like Snake Plissken took a wrong turn. Oh, you remember he's walking, through, he's walking through downtown LA during these riots with like his hands on his hips. He's like, follow me, Vito. Like the fucking guy that looked like Snake Plissken escaped from New York. It was fucking amazing. It was amazing. What, what are Lance's uh, thoughts on the Lollicon question? Is it disavowed or is there some nuance here in the chat? <laughs> in the chat? No, oh. no way. It's, 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 no nuance. it's, it's, a, it's a gateway drug to, to pedophilia, isn't it? This is the problem with libertarianism. This is the problem with being a fucking libertarian or, or, or defending capitalism in any way. It leads to all this degenerate fucking shit. And this is the problem. And, and, and whenever I talk to libertarians, they say, are oh, you always picking extreme examples? It's like they're extreme examples because they're real examples, like real consequences well, Lolly, of advocating for your ideology. I wouldn't describe Lollicon as an extreme example. It's widespread. It's widespread. It's widespread. All of these guys are libertarians, aren't they? Like, Masterson, all of his crew are libertarians, but they always talk about these fringe issues like lollicon. For some reason, that's what we talked about and not taxation. 
Because libertarianism because creates loopholes for pedophiles. That's why. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. cope, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. They're not really libertarians. They don't give a shit about politics at all. They it's just that they want to be degenerates and left alone yeah. being it, you know, and accept well, being well, that, that's why, um, that, being that's, degenerates, yeah. That's why, um, but that's why Ben Shapiro uses uses uh, libertarianism, isn't it? Because it, because it it'll, it'll push all of the agendas that that, it, that the people the people he goes to church with on, on a Friday Saturday night on a, on a Friday night, mm-hmm. you know, all agree with. Is it, you know, that's that's he what libertarianism is. Isn't it? I thought Ben Shapiro was like Jew in chief. I thought he was like the biggest <laughs> man. <laughs> that's why he said Friday Saturday night. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you what. I tell you what I did see. You know, Ben Shapiro. You know, Abby Shapiro, Ben Shapiro's sister. She's had to have a breast yeah. reduction. You know, I was on my hands oh. and knees praying for that not to happen, but it had to. It had to happen. Apparently. Well, here's, here's another point. Here's another. Here's another point. When you mention Abby Shapiro, how is it the most trad right wing woman on the on the internet is Abigail Shapiro? How how did that happen? Because Jews fucking, they don't actually advocate for libertarianism. They just give up for the, the Jews goys. Jews are fucking base. The Jews are our greatest ally. They're our fucking, our fucking base. <laughs> we were wrong all these years. Everybody was wrong, and they're in fact our best friends and our greatest ally. Unironic, unironic. Abigail Shapiro, our greatest ally. She's yeah. the greatest but- ally of my erection, anyway. Jesus. It's just at the end of the day, they all have like Jews always incessantly advocate for libertarian sort of mm. copes for everything, but for their own tribe, they they are not libertarian in any fucking way. But well, anyway, liberta- this is, libertarianism, this is libertarianism is just right right wing liberalism, isn't it? That's, that's all it is. It is literally, and it's wrong liberalism as well. What gets mm. me is, is that they don't understand lock. Pro- Sorry for the autism alarm, but like if you read <laughs> lock properly, like if you oh, read lock go. properly, he's, oh, he's yes. actually. If you read, if you read Locke properly, like like Sargon did, well, no, not like Sargon. Well, Sargon listened to the audiobook on a on a <laughs> three month three trial on audible. Yeah, but yeah, but anyway, like Locke, if you read if you read Locke properly, he's more likely to be like a a, a purple air SJW, like legitimate. <laughs> no, you're right. It's just right wing. Yeah, it's just right wing. Allow you to do whatever you want. Be as generous as you like, yeah. but it's as long as it's under the right wing banner, it's all fine. Yeah, as long as it's pro capitalism, it's like oh, based. Well, I mean, I mean, look, at, look at the two no, people. Humor. Look at the two people I've heard most on podcasts push it. It's uh, it's Dave Rubin and Ben Shapiro. I <laughs> 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 well, remember when Molyneux was like the biggest libertarian on the internet. Molyneux used to be the most big, big brave libertarian you've ever seen. It used Can't to be well. libertarianism was the fashion. I bet you we were all libertarians at that oh, yeah. point. Well, Dick was a libertarian. He might still be. Molyneux was a big libertarian. Even Alex Jones was a libertarian, wasn't he? That's Alex. He still is. Alex Jones is still a libertarian, you know? Yeah, um, but it just, just leads it just to every kind of degeneracy possible. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's it's something that uh, when you're 15, 16 years old, it sounds pretty fucking badass, and you play fucking Bioshock, I guess, and you <laughs> get horny about it there. But, but at what uh, point do they realize when they're 45 years old, like Dick Masterson, you're going to be talking about Lollicon and the issues of Lollicon every day of your life? You know, like... Die at but, you know, Vito's getting into all sorts of fucking wars now. Well, about Vito it. himself interviewed a pedoph- pedophile in his own sitting room. You know, yeah. Mr. What's his name? Mr. Pretty or Mr. What the fuck? Mr. Nice or who the fuck that I guy's that, name is? Mr. Girl. I think there should be like a bottom line. Girl. That, yeah. There should be a bottom line that if 
if your political ideology creates loopholes for paedophiles, you're doing it wrong. That's just, yeah, that should this, be a problem. Yeah, this needs to be on the banner, doesn't it? This needs to be on the banner. Oh, fuck. That is, per- that is the perfect distillation of everything we're talking about here. If you're if in, in any way there's a loophole for paedophilia in your political advocacy, just give up. Leave. Say I've done it wrong. I'm going to read again. I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, get yeah. Read another book. Yeah, cancel the Audible subscription and go into a library. <laughs> Why are Jews telling me paedophilia is okay? Why are they giving me loopholes for paedophilia? Maybe I need to read a bit more. Or stop being gay. Stop being gay and retarded. All right. Maybe you just need to stop watching anime and masturbating the fucking cartoons for five minutes, maybe, I don't know. It's like, how, maybe do, go how, does, how does the far right allow fucking anime? It's like, how does... You know, it's it's like a it's like a thing for the... It's, it's, it's almost, marketing, but, you know. Yeah, it's just like, how yeah, is it allowed? The, the justification is that Japan's based in red pill. Right, yeah. even though they're the most posh country on in the world, they've been nuked twice, and their whole their whole peoples have been shaped by fear of the bomb. I mean, they, they sell used that's why they've become in, they sell used used knickers in fucking vending machines. It's like yeah, and their suicide rate amongst the, the, the hikamori is like millions a day, isn't it? So the birth rate is in the shitter. The birth rate's totally fucked there. They're not reproducing. It's in total demographic decline. But yes, let's look to them as the model and the example, their openness about pornography and sexual degeneracy. Surely that's the key to getting the birth rate up there, boys. I mean, if you're going to model an Asian country, it's got to be North Korea. Sorry, fart me on that one, but that's 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 where well, I go with that one. Are they having the issues with COVID we've had, or, or did they? No, they killed them all. They just, they just locked the skyscrapers and ran away, didn't they? Maybe set them on fire a week later. They shot. Yeah. I think they shot fifty. Everyone with the virus, they killed them. But it got rid of the virus. It's no more fucking virus. That's at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, yeah, North Korea you can model model yourself on. They're a nation that's based on self reliance. They are traditional. They've done this weird commie thing where they've become so commie that they've turned into like nas- nationalist as fuck. So that's why I I think they're all right. And they've got like a state religion and stuff, and um, yeah, they're all right. Yeah, but the state you can off on any. It's is the leaders that are living, isn't it? You know. Oh, and yes. Yes. I muted myself. Hello, mate. Yeah, Phil. <laughs> you say all this stuff about North Korea being based, but do mm-hmm. bear in mind that the government has like said that Harry Potter is a positive role model for all Koreans. <laughs> he's, he's not. He's no, not going to get away with that one. Yeah, that's that's no, but that's only because they have a culture based on education, don't they? Like their entire oh. their entire fucking ideology is about everyone right. needs to be educated yeah, they, as fuck. They, they well, they're, they're not. They're not. Hold on, hold on, so hold on, hold on Phil. I'm not going to let you have that. I'm not going to let you have that one, Phil. Right, they're, um, they're not educated on the football score, are they? Because every time North Korea plays in a tournament, they say that they've won it, don't they? It's because they're dead. It's just Western fucking subversion telling you that they lost. <laughs> don't believe that. Are they going to get to the point where they stage their own World Cup against yeah. England, where they bring in like white people, like a, like a, a Harlem Globetrotters type shit? Like, yeah, I can't we're believe you World believe. Against England, seven nothing, boys. I can't believe you believe. I can't believe you believe the Western imperialists on this one. Fuck's sake, guys! Really? I've often had the thought. I've had the thought. Well, what if we're the baddies? And what if they're Both actually the baddies? Great? What if 
<laughs> are we the bad guys? You know, funny, yeah. my, my, my dad was talking to me about this the other day. He was saying, do you know, I think the Americans are quite sinister because we were talking about the transistors and uh, the Roswell. That's going to be a 40 oh, yeah. episode, by the way, Hemi. We're yeah. talking about electronics because electronics are spooky. Yeah. And well, um, he was just saying, you know, the way they bombed twice, and I said, yeah, it opened up a, 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 a portal to hell. And he said, yeah, yeah, it did. Are we the bad guys? <laughs> well, yeah, but we won, so there is that. Yeah. Well, we've got to be the bad guys, haven't we? Because we've got our own Nick Fuentes, and like Russia's got its Nick Fuentes, hasn't it? So any country that's got a Nick Fuentes is surely on the wrong side of history. Ah, but having <laughs> seen Russian Nick Fuentes, this is a new thing to, that I, I've seen, and I am... Uh, yeah, you've been going Gavis into the rabbit up. hole of Russian Gavis Nick Fuentes, have you, Hobbit? Boris. Yeah. Comments was on Sunday. He was the one that showed you the picture of it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I was aghast. I'm like, he, he's a dead ringer. I mean, if someone said he was Nikolai um, Fuenteski, I would be like, yeah. And, and even Russian Nick Fuentes is more white than actual Nick Fuentes. <laughs> yeah. he, 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 even though he's a second-hand he, copy, he's the original, definitive, authentic copy. I think, I think it was Ian A that said that Nick Fuentes... <laughs> It was Ian A that said that Nick Fuentes is made up of the three worst immigrants to America. <laughs> Guy's openly going around saying he's got black in him now and uh, to try and get himself not taken down from Twitter. I did watch the boyfriend stream with him and Catboy Cammy, who, by the way, twelve hours. Was just rated by the twelve hours. But the by the way, the FBI have radioed Cammy. Um, oh, yay! Yeah. Fucking yeah! What? Okay, yeah, let's let calls for another split. <laughs> yes, my friend. Yes, my friend. It's right. I, uh, I, gee, I don't. Need, I can't get drunk on stream anymore. I, I know what happens. But yeah, I know he, he went on. Um, he, he went on. Uh, he went on the, uh, the, the Nick Ventus and they're driving around and it's like, what music should we listen to? I know, let's listen to this Ooga Booga Jungle People music. And that's all Nick Ventus was listening to. And I'm like... Well, you missed the part clearly where they start listening to Nick Ventus's George Michael album. I did miss that bit, yes. So here's what I think was happening with Cammy. So apparently Cammy was staying at Baked Alaska's parents' house. All this time, surely his visa would have run out, right? I don't know. So like this is apparently the raid on Cammy was a raid on Bake's house, and he just happened to be there. I don't know if that's just it's a not lie. looking good for Bake's case, is it? The FBI raid his home and find a pedophile just sitting there, you know, in cat ears. <laughs> you know, what, what more could they find? Bates mum has nothing to say about all the dildos on the fucking desk. Clearly Bates mum's in on it, right? Bates mum's probably on meth. Have you lads been listening to the Bakes court case? Have you guys been have you guys been listening to it? Because like the the audio recordings keep getting released on like VHS archives, so I've been watching them. And like Bake's lawyer is having to come up with excuses as to why Baked isn't in the courtroom. And he's like, Your Honor, Your Honor, it was on such short notice, Your Honor. It was, this was three days ago. And like, but the, the judge is like, Well, you made it, didn't you? It's like, Yes, Your Honor, I did. But why is your client not here? Yoga. Like, 
I mean, the only thing I kept dealt with was like Jim did a tweet, you know, trying to hail defense for Baked Alaska. He was saying something like, oh, he, he should definitely be in jail, but we shouldn't call him a domestic terrorist. If Baked yeah. Alaska is not a domestic terrorist, I don't know who is. Pedestrian old women going around in an RV across every single state of America and causing harm to the local inhabitants, you know, setting black people on, 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 on innocent communities and allowing them to commit crimes. Allowing a woman to kill her dog by starvation, you know, and then going to the Capitol, riddled with COVID-19, whilst you're also skipping bail. Like, I don't know what a domestic terrorist is, if Baked Alaska doesn't fit all of those categories. Didn't we tell them, didn't we tell them, Adam, that this would happen, that Baked would be the false flag to take everybody's freedoms (laughs) away in the RV? Like, that's what I said. That was my hot take. It's actually come true. Once again, we were right about this fucking shit. Bake, the, the funniest part is Bake's lawyer trying to get him off. So, like, they're discussing the video, and like, the, the prosecution is like, you should deny Bake bail because it's like obvious he's a terrorist. He was in this event. And the lawyer, the ball's on him. He goes, There's no proof that that's my client in the video. <laughs> There's no proof that that was cool. <laughs> Look, if I were Bake Alaska, I'd be doing my best to plead insanity. And I think I'd have a reasonable built up case to do that. You know, oh. he's shown us yeah. for the past, what, four or five years how insane and how crazy he is and how much the of a Trump, unconventional the Trump, a, the Trump is my president song and the Yang Gang song. I mean, that's 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 it's a great. good case for insanity right there. You know, I'd say we love our cops as the first article for the plea for insanity, you know. <laughs> the, the article where he's T-posing on 15-year-olds with Nick Fuentes, you know, uh, it's just instant insanity plea. Get off with it. Taking Corin seriously? I mean that that's gotta that's gotta be insanity, hasn't it? Anybody that takes Corin seriously. There you go. And all they have to do is just like get a get a five, ten minute clip of him lying in his own piss in that RV. <laughs> you know, just play that in court. I mean, surely to God, why aren't they pleading insanity for Baked Alaska? Well, Oh no, it's all right. Auto tunes. No, he needs to go away for 419 years just for auto tunes. But heads those that use auto tunes. That's not a fair well, My one hope is that he signs some sort of plea deal and he manages to get Fuentes in jail as well. Fuentes, Patrick Casey, and maybe Anglin. They all go because Wait turns. Turns Queen's uh, evidence. He'll be, be a national hero then when he gets them through. in the court proceedings. It has actually gotten to the point in the court proceedings where the defense attorney has introduced into evidence, we love our cops, our law enforcement, <laughs> to show big his attitude towards the police. Like, this is what it's getting to. Like, they're playing exhibits in court every day of him, his videos. Of him, like, macing the bouncer and, like, on the RV and at the Capitol. Like, they're submitting it into evidence. And you just imagine this, this old boomer judge having to watch this shit. You know? And well, I bet the like, judge is reasonably considering putting fucking death on the table, you know, putting the death penalty <laughs> on the state. I would be. I'd be advocate. If I was the prosecution, I'd be going straight for the death penalty. <laughs> well, this is the thing. So, like, the prosecution. I would say. The prosecution went for it. it. Here's the choice. I, I, w- I would like to give, like, I mean, if I was a judge, I'd be like, right, so you can either spend 419 years in the same cell with James Fields. Or for five years, solitary confinement, and all you get to listen to is we love our cops over and over and repeat 24 <laughs> hours a day. Five oh, years. they got to put him in there with Cantwell. <laughs> they have to share a cell. 
uh, this is this is doesn't make a great deal of sense. But according to oh, so it's an extra like twenty three thousand then, because the total number of deaths from COVID nineteen in full, all four nations of the UK, recorded by the government as of Wednesday. Uh, so that must be Wednesday, sometime around the seventh of January, is seventy seven thousand. So between the seventh of January and now, so in nineteen days, oh. there have been twenty three thousand COVID deaths. <laughs> Someone's got to go, haven't they? Someone's just got to resign. Anyone? I mean, this is just yeah, this is just beyond careless, isn't it? Do you know, despite all these these deaths, some we've managed to cure the flu. So great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you that's it. Why? Boris has cured the flu, flu Gobinson. I mean, what what more do you want from him? He can't cure anything, <laughs> can he? Well, I want the Boris bonus that they keep floating. You know, you get coronavirus, you get the five hundred quid. I want the Boris bonus. That's the only way you can bounce back, isn't it? The only way Boris can bounce back is if he just gives everyone five hundred quid. Is it, are, we, are people going to be having COVID? Are people going to be having COVID pos parties? Are they? <laughs> I imagine. Won't it be like uh, the, the fucking chicken pox parties where you bring your family just to get the five hundred quid? <laughs> But I saw oh, this crazy God. story as well. This was on the 6 o'clock. I, I watched the 6 o'clock news in preparation for the podcast, which I thought started at 8. So, you know, I was completely fucking wrong on that one. Um, but So Europe are demanding our AstraZeneca vaccine. Um, and they're demanding it before we've, uh, what is it, inoculated 10% of our population. And they're refusing to send over the Pfizer because of pettiness. And they're calling it, so there's now a thing called vaccine nationalism. Have you heard of this? <laughs> yeah. so we're so evil because we're inoculating our own population <laughs> and we're not sending it all to Europe, even though we've left. I, I, so, I, mean, I mean, I'm quite, I'm quite happy. I mean, I mean, I don't mind taking them for the team as, as, as long as, uh, you know, African black child can, can be safe, well, safe from COVID. Say, the, the reason I'm I'm giving up my vaccine is that yeah. some sort of poor Pakistanian or black in Birmingham can can get the cure. So yeah, uh, exactly. I'm doing well, that's the reality of the figures, isn't it? Like about well, about sixty, seventy thousand of those statistics of black people are black and Isn't like ninety percent of those statistics people who died in car accidents and falling off the ladders? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Is the virus secretly based killing all these black people and boomers? Is that what it is? The virus is actually secretly based? Making it happen for. I don't fucking know. I don't know. So who's getting sacked? Is it the transport secretary? Are we are, are we going well, to have Boris is look, Boris is going to do the decent thing and go. Like there's a hundred thousand deaths that are directly tied to his name. Isn't it about time we had Rishi Sunak as, as Prime Minister in Goodmanson? Well, look, what they've got to do is they've just got to, like, install National Guard, National Rule, Martial Law, and just get rid of Boris all, and, and the functions of government altogether and just yeah. have the army on the streets and, and fully instill the world government. You know, I'm perfectly happy to become a, a, a bug-eating pod liver, you know, as long as I don't have to work again. Do you, do you think it's about time we, we had... Adam, I was telling them earlier, Adam, I was telling them earlier, let's spread the gospel of the New World Order, brother. Look, man. <laughs> I'm all in on the Great Reset. I'm all in. I just want it to be here now. Not wait yeah, to Boris. 
Rebecca ba- Rebecca Long Bailey is Prime Minister Gobinson. Which I think that's what we need to do, don't we? <laughs> that was such a fast on election, wasn't it? The Rebecca Long Bailey, the Emily Thornberry, and who was it? The oh, Pia Starmer. Who was it? Lisa Nandy, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it was the Rebecca Long Bailey oh. and uh, Angela Rayner. Uh, well, <laughs> Angela Rayner was a VP. What an absolute fast. Would you have voted for Long Bailey? I mean, she carried on Corbyn's oh, oh, agenda of anti-Semitism and gassing the the Jays. Ab- ab- absolutely. I mean, she's a cracker, isn't she, Godwinson? I mean, you, you wouldn't kick her out of well, bed she's for... she's a northern you lass. Wouldn't, you, wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't kick her out of bed for farting, would you, Godwinson? Uh, I don't know. Her face scared me. It looked as... <laughs> I don't know what it looked like. It looked like a moon. Every, I called a moon face. It looked like a crescent moon. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, oh that. Who's, who's, the, who's the other one they push? Her with a big forehead. Her with a big forehead. Uh, oh shit! They're like mystery meat with a big forehead. I can't remember it. Uh, Na- Nadia Whitome. Nadia Whitome. That's the other one they push, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> she, lo- she looks like Rocky Dennis from fucking Mask, don't she? Which <laughs> is the one that has like a Jap's head? Like, like she looks Japanese. Well, she oh, got a what's her name? She looks like a, like, like, a, like a Japanese stereotype, you know, <laughs> eating rice. What is her name? Um, she leads the Green Party. Oh, you mean, uh, oh, fuck. Um, well, she looks like a Romulan, don't she? I mean, we need to start talking about she this stuff like, to get us involved, don't we? She, yeah, she looks she like a Vulcan, looks Vulcan don't she? <laughs> she definitely looks Vulcanish, but, yeah. I mean, sometimes when she smiles, she looks like, you know, me, <laughs> the who flung shit fucking uh, tooth hurty. <laughs> Stereotype. Oh, it's actually quite appalling. I can't believe they put her on the. Do you mean the one? What MP, is her name? The only MP that? they ever get. You mean that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackson. Oh shit! I can't fucking. I can't. I do Caroline Luca. That's the one. And get, she does look very Japanese. Do you, do you see? Have you seen the Twitter account, Caroline Mucus? <laughs> oh, that's that's inventive and original. You know, that's definitely held by a fucking PA guy, right? <laughs> Uh, a mouth-breathing, knuckle-dragging, Mark Collett-donating <laughs> account holder. Is this who uh, we're going to put in as conservative leader then, this fucking ex-Green Party bitch? Who yeah. the fuck is going to be the next well, leader then? probably... Probably, you know, no, the, 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 the toys are dropped the ball. We, we need Rebecca, Lo- the Rebecca, Rebecca Long Daly, and uh, Angela Rayner l- l- running the country. That's what we need, Godwinson, don't we? <laughs> you know, Rebecca Long Daly, she, she got sacked. She got sacked like two months after that election for, re- for a retweet. For a fucking retweet. You know, because some actress was like, we need to gas the K's. She retweeted it and Pia Starmer like, sacked The K's. Oh my God. Here we go. I don't know, boys. It's fucked. It's hopeless. It's just time to fucking get ready for. It's time for. Well, the way it's going, we're probably going to have Marcus fucking Rashford as our leader. Oh my Marcus Rashford. Do Mark Collin might slip in as Conservative leader? Do you reckon that's what might happen, Gobinson? I don't see why he does. Why, why doesn't he just go and just sit in one of the seats in Parliament? Like, no one's going to stop him. It's entity. You know, it's Mark Collin. Baked Alaska could get to Nancy Pelosi's office. Surely Colette can make it to the fucking front benches and just. Well, look, I mean, in England, it's not unusual to go on a like a day trip to the Houses of Parliament. Like it's, <laughs> you can pretty much go there any time you want, really. Um, so, but why doesn't Mark Collette just instill martial law? 
sit on the speaker's mm-hmm. chair and yeah. conduct his government with Natai and Chris. Have <laughs> <laughs> Dopey Chris swinging around the black rod. Order. Well, Dangerfield's obviously going to be the Secretary of Education, isn't he? He's going to look after all those kids. <laughs> Minister for yeah. Children. Yeah, definitely. And dogs. <laughs> and dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you ever heard the anecdote about the time he sh- the, the time Dangerfield sh- shagged the Trunny Gobinson? Well, you might you might be hitting a bit too close to home for PPP on this one, so. <laughs> 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 Oh, oh no! Oh no! The civil um, war, but yeah, what is, what is what are these rumours we're hearing? PPP that you're that you're in love with a Mancunian Irish tranny? Yeah, there's some Irish tranny that's sending PPP food. Apparently, you know. Oh fuck, boys! Oh fuck! That's all in the past, there, dogs. PPP is single right now. He's in the fuck dream, there, dogs. Single and ready to mingle, are you, PPP? Who do you want? Do you want Laura Towler? Do you want, do you want an arranged marriage just, with Laura Towler, PPP? Oh fuck! I'm just ready to chill the fuck out, there, boys. I don't know. <laughs> I can't be fucking having these bitches yelling at me and shit like this. And well, what the thing is, once you start on the tranny train, I mean, what in a month's time you're going to be the fucking hooking up train. with? You're going to be hooking up on Tinder with fucking Jim Sterling, you know? Jim Sterling and his fucking bra and knickers there, you know? It's a slippery yeah. slope. It's a slippery slope. Fuck off, you! Fuck off, you! You fucking bastard! Oh shit! Look, the Italian do? prime minister's just resigned. You know, over COVID. Come on, boy. Yeah. Step up to the plate, for heaven's sake. Is that still that guy who got elected who was like the, the new fascist dude or whatever the fuck? Who's the Italian prime minister? You remember that Wait. guy? Who the fuck was it? It's not Berlusconi. What, Berlusconi? You've got uh, oh, the other one. I got about. Yeah, the other guy. Not Berlusconi, but the last... It was like the five-star movement or whatever the fuck it was. That was Greece, oh, right? Really Golden neat. Dawn? Sorry, I'm getting Berlusconi and Salvini mixed up. Thanks, uh, chap. Yeah. Congratulations, Lizard. Salvini wasn't Salvini. the prime minister anyway. He was just like a interior politician. Minister. Yeah, well, he, yeah, yeah. He was interior minister, but he was really popular, and the other politicians uh, closed ranks on him. Yeah. I see. Yeah, you know what? I, I really don't know a goddamn fucking thing about Italian politics. I'm not going to fucking lie. Yeah. Does anybody bunga know bunga about- parties and, uh, um, you know, mafioso. Really, uh, my good, well, I am a hobbit. I'm not my good friend Fremen on the sand. The uh, French request has been sent you when you accept it from Hobbit, that is me. Then, Gun, uh, Gun, I can, fucking I Discord bowler, you dumb cunt. Yeah. And we'll invite you into uh, into the chat and then you can say hello to Poo-Poo-Poo and Gobinson. Godwinston yeah. too. Bowley's yeah. absolutely desperate to speak to you, lads, by the way. Is this the cue to just go and replace <laughs> me with my deep fake box? <laughs> Not before you say Willy Bum Bum. Yeah. What channel is this even on? Let's have a look. Uh... Okay, I've got it. Yeah. You know, one of these days, I will do that. I will read out that uh, exploding minge candle um, article. Well, go for it. Go for it. I mean, I've been a tenterhooks for the past week, wondering what 
Is it Captain yeah. Jesus Jones's exploding minge? Um, exploding minge candle. I don't have it in front of me, so let me just type in the search term, and I'm sure that will come up with what I want. Exploding. Are you, are, you not, are you not interested in the uh, multi-tail beards have become the new facial trend of 2021? Does, that, <laughs> does sure. anybody know what a monkey-tail beard is? It's a beard that starts, that. That was, it was... starts as a sideburn, curls around the bottom of your chin, and then comes round into a tash. <laughs> it's excellent, isn't it? It's, it's truly uh, patrician. <laughs> Oh, I, I, f- I found I found the story. So Gwyneth Paltrow's brand Goop addresses exploding vagina candle and warns warns users to trim the wick. Is is that some sort of lesbian mu- euphemism? <laughs> trim the wick. <laughs> so it sounds like some sort of. I'm amazed she calls her exploding minge candle Goop. I mean that's pretty unflattering, isn't it? You know. Yeah, goop. You know. Oh yeah. So actress Who is Gwyneth buying this shit. So, dried-up old hag Gwyneth, who's 48 years old, launched the unusually named Kanda last year, with it going on to become a hit at Goop's website and selling out. The the candle is described, this smells like my vagina! The candle that is described as having funny, gorgeous, sexy, and uh, uh, smell of uh, five-day-old fish... Doesn't come cheap at sixty nine pounds. <laughs> oh <laughs> Jesus! That Can candle's gonna smell of piss, isn't it? That oh. that candle is just a piss stick. You know, <laughs> I, I find it funny how perfumers use things like beaver and skunk musk in their perfumes, and I'm just wondering how much uh, do fish. Are you still reading the article, or is this like? <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm just no, like, what is going on? You know, you know my time when I was doing the perfumes and stuff, but that hasn't stopped fans from snapping their own, including one woman who claims it caused an inferno in her home. <laughs> Dodie Thompson won the Goop product in an online quiz, but got a fright when she claimed it exploded with a 50 centimeter high flame when she tried to light it. Well, that's not. How did she know it was 50 centimeters high? Well, you see, she said, "Ah, oh, get get the uh, tape measure. You're the Queen's own tape measure. Yep, that's 50 centimeters high. That is." All right, maybe ring the fire brigade. I've got a license. Does anybody describe? Does anybody describe anything in terms of centimeters? Like most people be like, "Oh, that's two foot high." No. Yeah. Like, who the fuck's going to say 50 cents? I don't know. Well, the whole thing smells fishy, if you ask me, PPP. So let's read further into this. And uh, <laughs> let's dive in. <laughs> you just got. We've, we've so, got. To, oh. We've got Bowley. Bowley is just as just you on the chat. He's he's absolutely absolutely desperate to talk to you guys. I'm sure. So, I'm sure we'll join in a minute. I think it's Leo. <laughs> no response. Thompson. Leo story. the bum pirate. <laughs> Leo the bum pirate. <laughs> Leo Thompson the bum pirate. Has insisted they are in touch with her, warning users that it is important to understand fire safety instructions that come with the candle, including trimming the wick and not leaving it burn for more than two hours. A spokesman, so when you get preapism, well, well, I've never go- known a, car- a, a, a candle to explode before. Well, it happened to me. Like, I can testify to the veracity of an exploding candle. Yeah, well, like, you it, got it, it fucking by your candle. This sounds like a confession. Yeah. Almost got murked by Gobinson's candle. What the fuck? <laughs> it explodes in the dark, right? I, I'm on the toilet. I go back in, you know, to my room, and like I tread on the glass from this exploded candle. And it goes about what two, three inches deep into my foot. 
you know, and my heel is hanging off and I'm just pouring blood. So I can testify to the to the leaf. You had like a psychosomatic insanity where you couldn't walk again. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I had like a Dr. Watson style psychosomatic fucking wobble for a bit. You know. Yeah. But, I mean, this <laughs> had happened. It broke your and then you had to submit to the vaccine. Now we're dealing but, but with... But, I mean, I, I can only understand the exploding candle if it's in a glass case. Is the Gwyneth Paltrow minge candle in a glass case? Or? Yes, it is. It, and it has ah. a... What looks like a Velcro sticker on it. It's not just, like, your normal printed you label. Yeah, what, so did, you, did you see that other thing she was selling on Goop? The, the jade egg that women are supposed to stick at their chuff? <laughs> <laughs> which is like how, how is... hard is Gwyneth Paltrow for work like she used to be a fairly big popular actress right oh shit I'll, I'll, get, I'll get Goop I'll get Goop have you seen the prices of the stuff on Goop 16 well, how much is the candle Hobbit how many pounds Sixty-nine. Well, it's clearly a joke price, isn't it? You know, clearly yeah. they've gone for the most uh, that's why I went her her, her, her we it out. so what I mean I shall it's continue. not a mass market product. Like, who the fuck's gonna buy? Millions of people are gonna buy oh, a vagina she, candle. She sells pasta. She sells pasta on Goop. Oh no, it's pasta. She sells her her mint or any orifice in her body, or is it just normal pasta? <laughs> it's in a furry cup, says Ian. It's in a furry <laughs> cup. No, it's not. Sorry, <laughs> uh, that, that was that was a that was a there's a pasta there's pasta recipes in there. Ah, Does so one of their pasta recipes include putting it in the oven? You know. <laughs> Uh, well, Dabbing it through a pile of mints and pulling it in the oven. They, well, they got to boil the mints. Um, what the? <laughs> <laughs> boil Gwyneth, the mints Gwyneth, Paltrow. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow is literally the Hollywood version of Alex, uh, uh, of Alex Jones. Um, Isn't she an Iron Man? Like, yeah. what, is she selling water filters? Wellness. She's doing wellness. Uh, oh no, like pills and potions and right, weighted, <laughs> weighted wrist bangles are forty five pound. Oh, the tennis, the tennis coach vibrator is thirty nine ninety five. Can't be her, right? This is just some guy. This is like her agent just gone a one. Trying to sell her image on any original, sort of original. Original turmeric latte blend, twenty-one quid a bag. <laughs> turmeric. I do not accept this this Mandela effect like memory holding. It's turmeric. It always has been turmeric. There's only it's one R in turmeric. It's turmeric. Fuck off. It's turmeric. The candle. Turmeric. The the spice. Turmeric. The, the spice is turmeric, exactly. PPP knows it. We're <laughs> from the same time. The Frenchman, the Frenchman vibrator is thirty nine ninety five. And the bit, and the bit underneath says, "We, we, we." Oh shit! Gwyneth Paltrow, somebody cast her in something for fuck's sake. She's debasing us. There's no movies, Godwinson. Have you seen Druck? Have you seen the latest Kino Druck? Yes. Oh, I saw a film recently. Goop is in. I've just put. I've just put the uh, link to the Goop shop in general. If anyone else wants to look at that, uh, how about a pelvic clock exercise device? A simple tool for lower back flex, lower back flexibility, hip mobility, and alignment. Oh. Seventy-three well, quid. Seventy-three that's quid. What I need. That's what I need. I the need to exercise my lower back, boys. Uh, Get in shape. 
pure energy, pure energy, which is seventy-eight quid for energizing a wake-up call for your pulse points. Uh right, okay. Gwyneth Paltrow needs a slap because you were saying her <laughs> agent's gone a well. No, no, um, Goblinson. It sounds like she's used her own agency for hilarious consequences. Gwyneth caused a stir when she first launched a bizarre-sounding candle, later describing it as more than a candle, as it's a punk rock statement, too. Gwyneth explains... Yeah, yeah. Gwyneth explains she made the This Smells Like My Vagina candle to challenge the idea that women have been taught to have a certain amount of shame about their body. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the ultimate testament to female liberty. Just set up your own men's candle. You know, don't put men in a bra anymore. That's not punk rock enough. Just melt down your men's suit into a candle. She told her Ellen Degenerate, if you just light a candle that says, this smells like my vagina, and put it on the coffee table, it's kind of a punk rock statement. <laughs> <laughs> So much so, it's now been given its very own follow-up in the form of it. This smells like my orgasm candle. There you go. The secret. Holy <laughs> shit! Oh, how about this one then? Large, punk rock. large standard, large standard singing bowl set is one hundred and sixty-nine quid. Singing what? A oh, singing bowl. Sing you know that bowl. like poncy but... thing where you rub the thing around the edge of the bowl and it like sings. And it... No. Oh, you sound like a magic. You're describing a magic lamp, right? Okay. A fucking you, magic. Three you, wishes lamp. Like a, you've seen, you've seen you've the seen golden child, haven't you? But um, you goblins. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what she's selling. Yeah. She's selling the golden child merchandise. <laughs> A, a, a it's like a metal version of when you fill a glass of water and then you run your finger on the rim to make it uh, ring. Yeah. So when well, sing- she's going for the punk rock, I mean, isn't her whole image like uh, Girl Next Door? I didn't realise she was like a punk rock icon. It's Gwyneth Paltrow, isn't it? Like, well, uh, this were her own words, so, you know, take that with a very de- decent pinch of salt. And uh, no, all of a sudden she's fucking Johnny Rotten. Like, what? what <laughs> where, where did this come from? Johnny Rotten Fish. Johnny Rotten Fish. <laughs> well, Johnny Rotten, talking about shilling, like, he was selling butter for a while, wasn't he? On his crumpets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the country life butter. Yeah, that's the country right. life butter adverts. Yeah, the ultimate. I mean, that wasn't punk, was it? Fuck. Maybe minge candles are punk in this post country. Fucking, what is it? The crumpets life that we live in. Holy shit. Anorak face covering, 70 quid. Fuck. Mm. Do you reckon there's a oh. shopping channel, like a TVC shopping channel for Gwyneth Paltrow? A ritual oil diffuser. So basically, you know those diff- oil diffusers you can probably pick up in Poundland or something? 90 quid. <laughs> Yeah, are all of these minge themed though, or are these uh, just no, breaking uh, the I mean, you can get the rose quartz egg or the jade egg. They're sixty quid each for the minge. Hey, don't you be knocking goop. We're going to get a sponsorship deal with them. I was oh, in in words with either them or Poundland or JML, oh, and I think some... goop's going to win. 
Johnson Lost Cactus Limited Edition bo Edition Boxing oh. Gloves, 230 quid. <laughs> well, is she signing any of this shit? Or... No, I mean, it would have more value. In fact, it would... It would have the value that it played. How many of these have been sold? I mean, is there a market for like Yenta box candles? Yenta box candles. Well, look, someone's definitely bought that Minge candle. I think Az has bought the Minge candle for his birthday. I would be very shocked if you didn't. Well, let's be fair. It's probably the first time he's ever smelt Minge. I wonder if the comments are saying, but does it really smell like it, though? Oh, mm. Mm. Uh, Breaking news alert, boys. It's Tomboy Tuesday over on paypig.org. <laughs> Tomboy, Tomboy Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Dick Masterson saying it's Tomboy Tuesday over on the Fediverse. Uh, that would explain why people are talking about tomboys in video games, because they're talking about Pan Am from Cyberpunk as being a tomboy, and... Uh... Isn't Pan Am a fucking tranny? Like, uh, it's gone a bit uh, beyond tomboy, hasn't it? You, you know, you're confusing her with Claire, the barmaid, who's not a barmaid, is a bar steward, but now pretentious... Don't tell me any of you purchased fucking Cyberpunk 2077. I have the Pirate Bay version, thank you very much. Ah... Uh... Well, I mean, I've even heard that the PC version's appalling as well. It's buggy to... Oh, uh, one of my favourite oh. things was... Uh, um, it was uh, I was being guided around someone's apartment as I was doing an investigation. And uh, the lady says, Right, I'm done with the tour. I'll be downstairs if you want me. She just starts T-posing in front of me when she's done <laughs> with the dialogue. <laughs> well, that's it. It's, they're all T-posing. They're all walking up and down uh, in, in a circular movement. And they're all like... <laughs> 60 foot high in the air, yeah. calling concrete skyscrapers. <laughs> it's shocking. Like, I can't believe how bad it is. You watch the game play like, this fucking thing. Motherfuckers get in the car. Like, NPC gets in the car, it just explodes for no fucking like, reason. Like, do you think this man radicalize a, a new generation of gamers to realize that the Polish are scum and the only good place for <laughs> Polish is Poland? Well, this is it. Before CD Projekt uh, came out with Cyberpunk, they were the based and red-pilled game studio, weren't they? They were pro-consumer. You even had Jim Sterling, you know, go off on about how great they were. Okay. Now yeah, they've released Cyberpunk admit, 2077, okay. Jim Sterling's taking HRT. Uh, <laughs> like, are we going to admit that Jim fucking Sterlingson was right about Cyberpunk, that it needed to be delayed three fucking years? I guess he was right. No, I don't think any time on that game would have made it. Like, I had a fundamental objection with the content of the game. I couldn't give a fuck if it played poorly. <laughs> Like, I just felt it was a, a, a bit too paused for its own guts. I mean, it promised us Blade Runner, and it wasn't Blade Runner, was it? No, it, was, it uh... wasn't Blade Runner. You know, I watched Blade Runner 2049 just this fucking last month for the first time. It was fucking... You've uh... not seen it before? It's, it's fucking great, oh, right? Um, I haven't seen 2049. Uh, backing I, I down the, the, the first replicant that gave birth. You know, Blade Runner 2. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's uh, the analogy I use is for years and years, all you've been served is dog shit sandwiches, and then someone gets like you know some Iceland value cheese and makes a cheese sandwich, and you go, oh, "That was the best sandwich I've had in years." And it's like, yeah, but it's a cheapy cheese sandwich, you know. And before people were having like stews and roast pheasant, and now it's like you're getting excited about a cheese sandwich. It just, I don't know. The, the cinematography made my penis hard. There, looking at all these. Oh yeah, twenty forty nine was. A, I, I thought twenty forty nine was probably the best film we've had for a long, long, long time. Uh, I was amazed that Harrison Ford even came back for it. You know, and he actually had a substantial part. 
I thought he and just he had like a, a two-minute cameo. He didn't phone it in either. He actually fucking tried. He actually did pretty decent in it. And you even have uh, like, uh, is it Edward James Olmos in the in the care home at the beginning? You know, yeah. tell him to find uh, Harrison Ford. Yes, yeah, I can film. I like that. You know what? My big takeaway from it was this: fuck the, the ten days of darkness that everybody in Q talks about is from Blade Runner twenty forty nine. The ten yeah. days of darkness. This is yeah, that's the meme, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I think we've had a revelation of the method regards to Q because there's a lot of people have been saying, though, have you heard of this thing called Operation Trust during the Bolshevik Revolution? And it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, it was doing exactly the same sort of thing that Q was doing, and they were saying, like, are you a monarchist? Well, apply to the Moscow Credit Union and uh, join this mailing list, and it will be based, and you'll... Uh, you know, don- donate to my uh, whatever entropy was in the 1920s Russia. <laughs> and then get yourself gulagged. Well, <laughs> it's, it's like you, you'd find out Mark Kaletsky is actually part of the Czech or KGB or whatever it was, and it's like, oh, okay, I'm in gulag now for being a monarchist. Yeah, yeah this is it. This is like the, it sounds like the original Honey Trap, doesn't it? Original Fed watch list. Interdimensional Lizard says op- Operation Trust the Plan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's I, a bold peasant. I don't believe any of these things. I mean, like, like Fash the Nation believe it's like a Jewish conspiracy. Other people realize believe it's someone else in the government. I think it's just a 4chan shitpost that winding everyone up. Why doesn't no, oh, nobody think that? It clearly is, right? It clearly yeah. is just like a, an 8chan mod. It's just fucking... a fucking wind-up. That's all Q is. It just drives traffic to the site. That's why they have it on. Like it's yeah. It's not even the original. It's not even the original faggot from Paul from like four Paul. Like it's like how could it be the same guy on? Well, it was always now? from H chat, wasn't it? it like, QAnon was always. Oh. A- oh, yeah, it was it, like it was on it was always H-chan. four Paul to begin with, and then it moved over to eight Paul, and then it became this whole big fucking thing over there. But I always thought it was silly. Like once the original trip code expired or whatever on 4chan to like follow like some random dude who claimed that he was Q on 8chan was fucking retarded. Like I, I just, I remember these threads as they happened in like 2015, you know, like it's the people are so far divorced from when this actually happened. And it was just like some shit poster and everybody went along with it because it was funny. And then people made it their way of life. These fucking retarded boomers got it on Facebook and thought 4chan was some sort of like deep web, deep web website where terrorists hang out and the government hangs out, you know, instead of just a bunch of fucking retards. You know? Well, no, 4chan is definitely where the government hangs out, you know. <laughs> They're definitely in every single thread. Because, I mean, every time I switch on CNN or NBC, they're, they're showing 4chan poll posts. That's- well, they've been advertising. You know. They've been advertising 4chan for years. I mean, when it, when, yeah. when the news talks about something, they're not talking about it. They're advertising it. You mean the hacker 4chan? Yeah. I uh, I get my my favourite spooky government stories from uh, 4chan's X forum. There's there's a lot of fun Antarctica posting. Well, I say there's a lot. There's not much, but I find the Antarctica posts interesting. Well, X is actually a, sometimes a fun board, but it it hasn't been very good for like fuck since 2016. Really, that whole website is fucked now because of the policy. I don't know. TV and film was pretty good up until what last year when we stopped having films come out. Yeah, I've enjoyed the I enjoy the cooking board actually myself. 
Oh, should we but should we talk about should we talk about Doctor Who and Star Trek for the last hour, half hour? Godwin said, "If we're going to institute our plan to get us on." I thought. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, sorry. No, I mean, let's get him. Let's just send out the smoke signal. You know, the quartering is great. Sargon is king. Defund the BBC. You know, I can already hear him. Trying to get into the court. I think Bowley. I think this Bowley guy must be as he'll be. I reckon reckon as he's a big fan of you, Gobbinson. He's got to be, isn't he? He quotes us, doesn't he? He's like absolute nectaring all the time. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's it, mate. You just just need to reach out to him. Say, need to need to tell him we've got a show. He should come on. Because I'm pretty sure he's got a Discord. Because he's mentioned Discord before. He has got a Discord, but I was banned from it, you know. Oh, wait. <laughs> what, did you say, I, I did you, say be... you kind of like the new Doctor Who? Is that what you said, Covington? Well, well, I mean, look, I was just saying, you know, do you not think you're past the age of caring? <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, Is anybody actually still watching Doctor Who? Seriously? Uh, literally, literally nobody is from from what Az has been saying. He's been looking at the fucking viewing figures. No fucker. It's like well, a, Az, every... Az says it with tears in his eyes, doesn't he? Az is yeah. like slamming his clenched fist onto his desk and screaming about how it yeah, used to be great. his toys are falling what? over as he slams his fist on the desk. Some of those toys, right? We did a Google search on one of them toys he's got in the background. It's like a Castlevania statue, and it's a thousand pounds. You know, a thousand pounds on a statue. You know, it's, it's no bigger than 10 inches, you know. But they were like talking a, about some... Like they, they, they were talking about a rare Capaldi statue the other... Capaldi Doctor right. Who statue the other day. And it's gone down from, like, 1,000 to 500 because, like, uh, got Doctor Who stuff's worthless now. So, I mean, even at 500, that's incredibly overpriced, right? <laughs> You'd expect that to be about 10 quid, maybe. Maybe about 20 quid in a punch. These guys, they're spending thousands on statues. I thought these Funko Pops was the extent of the degeneracy. They're like 30 quid a pop, right? Now now you realise that they're actually spending thousands on statues Mm. of Castlevania. And you just think, good God, there's no hope, is there? There's absolutely no hope. Well, you ever go on the toy? They ever go on the toy board on 4chan? You see these motherfuckers? They spend thousands and thousands on this shit. It's crazy. They talk about, like, articulation of it and the detail of it it's just autism it's purest most distilled form but i'll tell you with this doctor who stuff i mean fuck the way i look at it if i was one of them is how i look at star trek i go look i have like three four series that were pretty fucking good there's like 40 years of doctor who isn't there like just watch yeah. the old ones the thing, yeah the, t- well, well, the, the, the thing the thing is though they, they retcon they retconned it so even the old stuff is junk now uh basically I what think the ha- problem like well, the problem that Az has with it, isn't it? It's exactly as you said, just. It's like, yeah. the current stuff is devaluing his massive collection that he's spent hundreds of thousands on. Yeah. So, watching <laughs> you know, sure. his, his net worth go up in flames whenever the new Doctor Who comes out. Sure. You're investing his whole fucking net worth into Doctor Who dolls like a fucking <laughs> retard. Like, <laughs> it's not anybody else's fault for his own. Do we need to do an intervention with us? Is that what you're saying, Goblin? So we need to get him on here and do an intervention with him. Get him off the bug man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I personally want that Castlevania statue. You know? <laughs> if I gave the keys to his house, I'd, I'd take it. You know, I'd just pay nothing. But 
I'm not going to spend a grand on a Castlevania set. <laughs> but what is the fundamental problem uh, with Doctor Who, Hemi? What is the, uh, uh, the basically, basically, what relate? happened in the current series is like not only is the current series shit, but they've also retconned Doctor Who, so Doctor Who is now no longer a Gallifreyan, uh, but started off as a Black Woman. <laughs> so they're completely <laughs> fucking shit. So the original Doctor Who was black. Yeah, the Diana original Abbott. Doctor Who was black, and now William Hartland is no longer, the, not only no longer the first Doctor Who, but he could have be could be like the millionth Doctor Who or the ten thousandth or the tenth. Well, look, it sounds like As is showing great restraint when he's screaming into his camera and staying in his room. He could be out fucking outside the BBC offices with a flamethrower, you know, out smashing up. I'd be like that if that was my life fucking goal. Yeah. Like, your life's work has been watching Doctor Who and collecting the merchandise from it, and they cast as the first Doctor a black well, woman. You, they, they did the yeah. same with Star Wars. It's like no, no. I don't know whether you watched the what is it, the last, whatever the last, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. If, you, if you've watched, if you've watched the Rise of Skywalker, it means like all the Star Wars you've been watching in with these years was never about the Skywalker family line. It was about the Palpatine family line. So it's just like they're just like shitting from a great height on all of. Of this like uh, so not only are they devaluing the current stuff but they're kind of devaluing the old stuff with the stories they're writing as well well i i don't know if it devalues like it, it would devalue the old stuff if you've got like a great uh, man cave full of the merchandise yeah. but you know i can watch the old star treks pretty easily without yeah. wondering that you know <laughs> picard's gonna turn after all good things picard's gonna become a backflipping android yeah. <laughs> <laughs> refused to watch it godwinson i watched the first episodes with you the first couple episodes i got to episode four and then i had enough i had enough and i just i refused to watch the bastardization of picard i refused to watch him be raped and turned into an android and seven of well, nine seriously like the one good episode of picard was like when they bring back uh diana troy and, and Riker, and they talk about their dead child you know, that's the entire episode. Scary. That genuinely stands up as like a good bit of TV on its own. But it, it doesn't have to be called one. Star Trek. You know, it could be like a round table that one Because they, they said, oh, you know, the fans were asking for it. So we just ring them in. And it doesn't really have any relation to the rest of the plot. But there's like, yeah. I don't uh, know. It's just you have to be The problem I thought was it. It was called Picard. But it, I mean, you had like 10 minutes of Picard in every episode. Oh, and the rest I... of that, Data's daughter. You know, and I was just like, why is this? Why don't they just call it Data's daughter? You know, Data's <laughs> bastard. It's like people get upset with the people get upset with the Abraham Star Trek, but I watched the, the Abraham Star Trek, and they set off from the start that it's a separate timeline. So yeah, I'm happy to watch whatever. They yeah, do, but the problem is in the Star second Trek. film. Yeah, but in the second film they go back to the original timeline and fuck it, don't they? You know. Yeah, well, you I think the third one is it Star yeah, Trek but, Beyond? Yeah, but the jumping on the no. If you if you actually work out. If you actually work out the second one, fuck me, we're getting nerdier. But if you actually watch the second one, it's not even the Star the Wrath of Khan, it's the original Star Trek episode, isn't it? Because it's the first well, time they meet Spacey, Khan. But they also rip it's spacey, but they also rip all of Star Trek Wrath of Khan's beats. So they have yeah, like uh, they did Kirk they die instead of Spark. Yeah, they yeah. reversed the sacrifice. It was just bullshit. You know, and, and and that was basically it killed the series dead, and nobody was hyped for the third. Well, no, film. I thought Beyond was a pretty good Star Trek film. I, it's well, Beyond was the best like, bit of Star Trek we've had. <laughs> you know, well, the, the Beastie Boys, the, be the Beastie Boys, and the fucking motorbikes was a bit cack though. Were 
I don't know, you had Idris Elba. Idris Elba in it is the uh, Romulan, whatever the fuck it was. You know, Reba. It it set a campy tone for, like, original TOS Star Trek. I thought it was all fine. I thought it was good. Fuck, I mean, they're not going to make it. Well, I mean, so I watched... uh... Uh, Discovery, right? And uh, oh, no, in Discovery you... now, they're bringing back. Oh, no. oh what is it called? Uh, you know, the best episode of Star Trek, the original series, is supposedly the uh, City on the Edge of Forever, where they go through yeah. the they go through that portal thing, right? Yeah. Harlan Ellison wrote episode. Yeah, is, is that, so they what, bring is that the, the one where they meet thing. Joan Collins? Is that the City on the Edge? Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, cool. So they brought that back, you know, Why? and pulsed it. Why? Well, I, I just don't know. <laughs> but I, was just reading, I was reading like their wiki or whatever it's called, just wondering what, what is Az talking about, you know? He's talking it, in code like half the, the time. Um, fictitious equivalent of like when the anarchists were digging up uh, nun skeletons in Spain and shitting on them and crushing, crushing their skulls, isn't it? Like, <laughs> they, they, they're just like, like, how offensive can we be to right, right saying people? So basically, we're going to have the the Franco of of uh, entertainment come in. It's like you're you're not you're not exhuming these bodies anymore. And <laughs> yeah, people that's... are going to say what an evil fascist he is because he says you you can go and like shit on your own thing. <laughs> you know, make up your own thing to shit up. But like, the, it, it gets, like the initial shock of them defiling something you love is over pretty quickly for me because I I just, it ends up becoming like farcical pantomime. So in Discovery, they made. Um, what is her name? You know the, the 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 black female first officer, right? Uh, Michael Burnham. Uh, the, main character. the actual char- yeah. character name is Michael Burnham. For for a while. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I, like the, I like the way she was no, raised by right. she was raised by Rom- Romulans, and because she's God. a and because she's a magic Negro, she literally just took on all the attributes of being Vulcan, didn't she? Well, don't forget as well. So the point where it became just farcical and, and laughable, laugh a minute for me, is that she's Spock's sister. Yeah. No, that was she's, like she's Spock's no, stepsister. No, she's no, no, yeah. no, no. she's Spock's no. stepsister. You know, never mentioned oh, once no. by Sarek. Never <laughs> mentioned once during his mind melts with Picard throughout no. seven years. Never mentioned once. But that's because she was black. That's why they never mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. And, but they've got uh, Captain Pike uh, back in it. He's going to be having his own series. You know, the one that ended up in the machine. Two yet, two flashes yet. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can't like the pilot. Yeah, I hope it's a good series. Hold on, hold on. PPP's got some real questions. I think only you're qualified to answer, Gobinson. What is going on? So wait a minute. Isn't Spock, like, half Vulcan, half human? So how can he have, like, a half Romulan, half Vulcan? So Spock is in it. Spock is in it, and he's got, like, a full beard, and he's a bit emo. He's a bit emo. someone other than Leonard Nemo, like, what are they doing? What are they doing? After well, I didn't mind uh, Zachary Quinto as Spock. I thought it was a good homage. Oh, but um, this new guy they've got as Spock is—is is it Gregory Peck's grandson? I think that's the law. I don't. Oh shit! I've got what an interesting. I've got an interesting anecdote about Gregory Peck. You know, at the end of the Omen, uh, Gregory Peck was supposed to kill Damien, but his son had uh, died, so that's why they didn't do it. Oh fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, thank God they didn't do it because, like, the Omen films with Sam Neill as the president are fantastic. Yeah. Yes. The third film, Omen 3, right? Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. That's some Kino shit. Some... Uh, the second one, the second one's still pretty good with the like the lift, the lift accident and the woman getting her eyes ripped out by the crow. I mean, that they're, they're pretty they're pretty good scenes, yeah. aren't they? <laughs> 
Oh, uh, whether watch Psycho Two. Psycho Two is probably the best sequel of oh, all that's time. That's hilarious. When he whacks around the end with the shovel at the end and it breaks the chair, that fucking yeah. makes me laugh. Yeah, so he's, he's holding it in. He's holding it in the murderous impulse the entire film, you know. And he just realises he's been released to like a group of bastards, and he just needs to finish and polish them off, you know. It's yeah, good little sequel though. Uh, anyway, what are you asking about Star Trek PPP? You want to, about I, Mike, Mikey I, I Spock? Just, I just, I can't, I just can't even fucking grasp that they've done this. Like, this is why I won't watch it. Like, I'm actually just pissed off that you've just told me this because, like, I don't even want to know this stuff. I fucking hate this shit. I fucking am angry. Like, I don't want this to be the case. Like. I just yeah, try and pretend. Well, I mean, the first point that got me, the first part I was angry was like the first episode of Discovery where you, they bring in like albino white supremacist Klingons, you know. <laughs> and she, and she dismantles. Well, she dismantles the entire like Klingon battle group with her fists, you know, in space, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, no, um, fucking Mick Spock, whatever she's called. Oh my God. Uh, but I thought Mikey Spock was full human, wasn't she? And she just she was adopted by Klingons, and she just took on all of their ways. I, I thought that was the take. I've only watched it once, and I don't really remember it. But that that was my takeaway from it. Fuck knows, but I know at the end of season yeah. three they gave her the fucking uh, the discovery. You've so watched, now she's you've captive. watched three yeah. seasons of this. You've watched three seasons of this. Oh my god. Like, are you just a masochist? I was just going to say, it's a lack of it. It's absolutely Have you been uh, trained to endure torture, bro, uh, Goblin <laughs> And then what do we do with Picard? Like, how can you not laugh at them turning Picard into an android? And the android duplicate of Picard is exactly the same age as the previous human version that died. It's like 80, 90 years old. Oh, my God. Is, it, is that the oh twist? Oh is that the twist in Picard, is it? So the Picard twist is that he's uh, him and P- uh, Data's daughter, who's like this mixed race Filipino backflipping, you know, uh, shoots laser bolts from her eyes, you know, all this shit. Um, they are going to find Spock, I think, or they're going to find like a planet full of uh, androids that have been created by the son of Dr. Noon Singh. I think I'm getting it right. Um, yeah. Eventually they go to like, they go there, they meet Seven of Nine, I, I completely forget. They go to this planet, um, he meets Data oh. in a dream, like Picard meets Data in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Data's like dying on his deathbed. Data's dying on his deathbed, and he's saying, he's literally saying, kill me, kill me, pain, pain. And Picard kills him. And, and somehow Picard becomes an android, you know. Uh, <laughs> So it's it's amazing. <laughs> I remember we watched the first episode and we're like, oh, this is pretty good. This could go somewhere. This could be. It had potential. Like it had potential as like a oh, legit series. But why do why do people get so upset with the Last Jedi? The Last Jedi is our film. The Last Jedi is like what happens if women run the galaxy. You know, they end up going from like a full system of like galaxy wide government to like half a dozen people on a spaceship, and they even manage to fuck that up. <laughs> it's just like it's oh, our mate. film, isn't it? <laughs> And even like the main sort of uh, the main sort of bitch in it is a as a classic purple oh, haired Admiral Cat Lady. Yeah, what's Admiral Holdo? Admiral yeah, Holdo. 
And the oh, Holdo oh. manoeuvre. The Holdo manoeuvre, which is just the just well, a, a star it, destroyer of peace, it isn't it? <laughs> the Holdo manoeuvre just destroys all the other films' battle scenes. But, but Last Jedi, after the initial after the initial shock of Last Jedi, where, where literally in the first minute Luke just drops the lightsaber and basically just says piss off. Yeah. You know you're in for like the greatest comedy you've ever seen. Because what will enhance your laughter is like a thousand asses and mundane mats weeping because their whole life is been ruined. Classic moments like Leah fucking, what is it, Superman flying in space. You know, Luke Skywalker drinking the tip milk. You know, the pause. Yoda fucking telling him to burn down all the books. Each ten is they were not. No, like, they're just, the they're just like murking Snoke for no reason, just killing Snoke. But, I mean, the greatest thing is ends. that little that little orange thing, that little orange thing. Because I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you about the story about how I got Luke Skywalker's lightsaber one day, and they just never go back to it, do they? <laughs> <laughs> they just gave some pretentious literature major of the fucking franchise so he could deconstruct it and masturbate. You know? I wouldn't say, though. I thought, I mean, at the time, you know, when I saw the film, I thought that uh, Force Awakens was pretty good. I thought it was a good launch point for, like, new Star Wars. Uh, it did all seem right. all right. I was, I was kind of, like, I, had, I, had yeah, mi- but... I had mixed feelings when I came out of the cinema from that. I was just like, did I like what I've I just watched or didn't I? It's, it's not yeah. good. Yeah. No, that's it. I just like, well, I've already seen The New Hope and it did it better than this. Yeah, but it was kind of like a restart of the trilogy, like a restart yeah, slash reboot. Yeah, okay. You know how I have promised, you know, fixed easily. I mean, one yeah. of the things I'd have done is done a buddy cop thing with that stormtrooper who insists on taking off his helmet. That was a big mistake. No, so don't uh, do I'll, t- that. I'll tell you, Miles Poland from the Godcast had the best thing. He said, what they should have done, it was. Poe and Finn, but they do Brokeback Mountain with like the literal like massive sex scene, in, <laughs> massive sex scene oh, in the no. middle of it. Just, just, well, just fucking wanted, go all out they? with they it. Have <laughs> 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 hey guys, and then they had That's what they would have done. That they didn't have the balls to include the gay yeah. sex scenes yeah. and shit like this I mean, because that's, they that's were trying really to sell it to China. That's what we really need and to see, the sweating, the fucking hammering away into the anus, the hammering away into the anus, the sweating. Like, why Why do they, why, why are they so bigoted? Why won't they just show it? Just, like, show it to everybody. Right. They, needed to just, they needed to just sack up and just have the fucking Jew <laughs> bend over for the black man. Yeah. And I just wanted to see his big black cock on screen. But now I will never see it. And I, I, you know, we've been robbed. We've been yeah. robbed. It's yeah. blasphemy. Of what could have been. Well, apparently there is redemption for the Star Wars universe because people have been uh, squeeing about the Mandalorian. And apparently in the last scene of the last season of Mandalorian, uh, Luke Skywalker came back and kidnapped Baby Yoda from the sounds of it. Uh, No, Um, no, what what happened is is they're on on an impossible to get out of situation. All of a sudden, X-Wing comes in, uh, Luke comes in, you know, white cis male saviour comes in, saves saves all of the the mystery meat cast, and, you know, that saves the day. I saw a clip of it, and it was like Goss from Breaking Bad. I was like, fuck, this is a bit out there. 
You know, yeah. and then, he, and then you've he got was the bad guy. Luke Skywalker. He, he was the bad guy. Basically, just like the Vader scene from Rogue One, but in reverse. Well, yeah, yeah, just yeah, Luke doing it. Yeah. Just, he's just fucking like these dark troopers that, that the Mandalorian like struggles like fuck to kill one of them. Just Luke <laughs> comes in and he and he's hacking bits off them, um, force crushing them. Um, just, hey, just like fucking goes straight through them. The dark robots. Yeah. Oh, I'm just. Oh, is, is it worth watching the Mandalorian for that ten seconds of redemption of the Star Wars universe? It's it's not uh, too bad. No rocket No rocket for like an hour. It's like it's like a space western, but I think like the episodes are probably. Is my mic working? Yes, we can yeah, hear you, Murph. Yeah, we're ignoring you. Yeah. Hey, Murph. Is 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 um is this is this live? Yes. No. Don't no. say don't say fuck or bugger, Murph. Are we live right now? Yes. You know. No, you idiot. No. It's Tuesday. You need to tell us what's going on, man. Because I'm super fucking drunk right now, and if we're live, I should not be here. Yeah. All right. Oh, no, you should. Go and tweet. Go and tweet. Go and tweet. Tell us. Oh, fuck. You were going to give us some Mandalorian lore, weren't you? You were going to wreck it. I'm getting mixed singles. Yeah. Tell us about the fucking. There's an ambiguous signal. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, yeah. Basically, it's not a bad. It's not a bad show. It's not a bad show, but you can tell they were playing it. You can tell they were playing it as safe as possible, just so they don't lose any more fans. So I saw. I think I saw the first three episodes right, and I was like. Why is one episode an hour long? Why is another episode 23 minutes long? I was like, they're taking the fucking piss. <laughs> you know. Oh, what the fuck? Is that the case? Is it, is... Well, well, it was the case of the first three I watched. But I was like, oh, yeah, this Baby Yoda thing is, like, clearly going to be overdone when they realise they've... And they've done, overdone well, it. It's, the, uh, the, ba- the Baby movie. Yoda thing is, is what... Um, what's his yeah. name? Uh, was it uh, Hitchcock used to call him MacGuffin. So basically, the baby Yoda is the MacGuffin. So he's got a. But the MacGuffin is something you don't see, right? So with Hitchcock, it's like diamonds, isn't it? Or or the Maltese Falcon or something like that. Yeah, briefcase and Pulp Fiction or whatever. Wasn't Baby Yoda gay? I don't know. They turned it gay. Of course, they've got to turn it gay, haven't they? There is quite an amusing episode where the Mandalorian Mandalorian agrees to uh, take this pregnant. it's uh, it's like some sort of lizard thing that's got like a jar full of its babies, and Baby Yoda's like chomping away on the babies. It's hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I shit watching this shit. I'm done with I'm done with Star Wars. Like I, I've had enough. Episode nine, they said was the end. They said they weren't going to do any more. I don't know. I'll watch the Kenobi series. I'll watch that. Uh, I wanted to watch Kenobi series. I mean, there's Lex, there's Babylon 5. I watched Solo the other day. I can tell I'm completely checked out of Star Wars because I watched it and I thought, yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't actually care right, about actually. it. Hey, you know what? Actually, I didn't mind Solo. I thought Solo was actually one of the better ones that they did. Did you honest, did you really like, get did you really get the gay undertones PPP because I didn't get it because they were going oh yeah uh, like Lando's totally gay for that robot but I I never got it I don't know what the <laughs> about. What? I don't know like the, like I thought that wasn't the robot like a female robot yeah right? but they were saying like robot, he's, to- he's he's totally Could gay for that robot phone? yeah what the fuck I don't know like yeah. the last bit was like. I mean, I, I got to the end point of uh, Solar, right? 
first of all, I was like, why is this even being made? Like, why do I need to see him win the Millennium Falcon? Like, why do I need to see half of this shit? Yeah. You know, why yeah. is Amelia Clark into it? And well, then because, suddenly, the well, fucking it's, Darth it's Maul coming in. It's easy because it's Steven Spielberg... It's easy because Steven Spielberg met that lad at a bar mitzvah, didn't he? <laughs> That's what yeah, this is it. yeah, the, the guy they cast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Indiana Jones 5 is the next on the slate, isn't it? Oh. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're doing number five. I don't know how they're going to do and, it. And Harrison Ford signed up for it. Remember the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Uh, Shia LaBeouf was going to replace Harrison Ford, but I think Shia LaBeouf's going to jail for beating his girlfriend. So. <laughs> In, what, what is it? What is it? Indiana, jo- Indiana Jones and the Golden uh, Zimmer frame, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, watching him hobble... Watching him hobble around in The Force Awakens was bad enough, wasn't it? Well, he just clearly didn't care, did he? Like, the man just didn't care. He cared in Blade Runner 2049. Like, he gives a performance in that, an actual yeah. performance. It's like his Air Force One glory days, you know? <laughs> but in the... I mean, in, in Star Wars, this one, it's just like, oh, you're the cunt from the other one. We need to richly humiliate you. And it's like, all right. They do as well. They murder him, don't they? Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, it, it was just a case of like, how much are you paying me? We're paying a significant amount of money to richly humiliate you. All right, I'll do it then because I am a whore. That, I mean, I mean, has he, has he got al- alimony that he's got to pay to Callista Flockhart or are they still married or. Harrison? Yeah, he was married to that bird from Ali McBeal, weren't he? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I think Harrison Ford sat for the rest of his life. I don't I can't imagine. Well, I mean, the reason Robert De Niro does all of these shit movies is because in, like, the uh, late 80s, he founded, like, a film company. It bankrupted him. Uh, so that's why he does all of these poor movies to pay off. Well, it's like it's like John Cleese and all the all the adverts he's in. That's because he's got about five ex wives that he still owes alimony yeah. to. It doesn't... Well, have you seen what John Cleese is banging now? She's like twenty two. It's crazy. Jesus Christ! Really? What a king! What a king! <laughs> but he's always spending his money on like new teeth and hair transplants. You know, he's like ninety years old. <laughs> Let it go, buddy. Let it go. Shit. Yeah. Oh, what can you do? But yeah, I don't know. They're making another Indiana Jones. You know, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with that. Isn't there just a new Carry On film as well? I mean, oh, can you imagine how poor that will be with the current crop of comedians around? Why would they need to do another Carry On? Like, there are like... 30, 40 carry-on films. Just to trade off the name. It's just, it's literally because, like, the people they'll put in it, you wouldn't buy, you wouldn't pay a ticket, you wouldn't pay money to see him in anything else, would you? Like, (laughs) Shappy Corsandi and (laughs) people like that. But the the thing is, like, carry-on's whole thing is, like, your Ua Mrs. innuendo talk. How, How can they possibly do it with you know, Danny Dyer and, you know, who else they'll cast in it. You know, I can't see them doing uh, it. Shappy Corsandi and, and uh, who's that fucking Geordie bitch? Uh, uh, oh, I'm fat, I am a love cat. Sarah Millican. Oh, yeah, fucking hell, there as well, yeah. You know, oh, it's hardly God. fucking Barbara Windsor, is it? Yeah, like, holy <laughs> Are you guys ready? Like, because coming now, like, they're going to start remaking everything from the 90s. Like, everything from the 90s is going to get a reboot. And then We're already Candy- doing Candyman, aren't we? Candyman's perfect for the SJWs, though, isn't it? The story, you know, the well, yeah, you've got a strong... hand cut off and the and the hook put in there. It's perfect, isn't it? 
I don't know, you have a strong female character who's terrorised by a black man, yeah. you know, and then she throws herself <laughs> on a big funeral pyre at the end, you know. I, I don't know, I don't know, it might, it might be a bit muddled. But I mean, I suppose they could... Say it's problematic, it's problematic. It's problematic. But I mean, yeah. uh, I'll watch the new Candyman, that'll be interesting. I think they're bringing him back as well, he's the same guy. Tony Todd. Remember, Top Gun was supposed to come out this year. The new Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got got everybody uh, out, everybody back, but uh, Kelly McGillis, didn't they? (laughs) I never asked her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tom Cruise is constantly being uh, surreptitiously recorded screaming about obeying COVID rules in London, isn't he? He's absolutely lost his mind, doesn't he? Some Tom Cruise. Well, remember that. Um, remember when he was hanging off that plane, and it was all over our news. Like he was just hanging off a plane. <laughs> I remember, I when, he got, I remember when he got squirted for... with a water pistol. Do you remember that? <laughs> he lost his fucking mind, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, but then we had Bill and Ted. I didn't watch it, but Bill and Ted got re. Uh, I watched about the that. first half hour or so, and it was like, oh no, I feel sorry for Bill and Ted now. I just... I just, well, I, I thought just... the Dumber and Dumber uh, sequel was pretty good. You know, for what it was, I thought it was all right. Uh, I haven't seen ba- Bad Boys for Life. Is supposed to be quite good, isn't it? They gonna reboot the Mask next? Is that the next reboot? We're going back to the Mask. We're bringing back Jim Carrey. Um, well, if you do Ace Sonic, you might as well. You might as well just do a new uh, Ace Ventura. We might as well get a new Austin Powers. You know, <laughs> I don't see why they haven't made it already. There will be a new Austin Powers. There will be a new Austin Powers. They've been working on that for like 10 years now, right? Well, Michael Myers' career's just gone down the drain, hasn't it? He just seems to have disappeared. Well, the thing is, Michael Myers... He made Love Guru and died. Yeah, but you gotta remember, he did all those Shrek movies, and he made so much money off of them, and then the Austin Powers money as well, that he doesn't have to work anymore. So he just is chilling, I think. You know, because he's getting all the royalties off Shrek. My my missus my missus told me the other day. Do you remember that kid from Malcolm in the Middle? What is it? Frankie Muniz. Apparently he's a he's a like a race car driver or something now. What? Yeah. So he was in a car crash when he was race driving, and he uh, he he got like amnesia from it, and he can't remember uh, filming Malcolm in the Middle. He can't remember <laughs> seven years of his life. Pretty tragic. But I remember when he was in like a what was he? He was in like a spy film. It had that bird from the S Club. It had that bird from S Club Seven in as well, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. You know what? I bet you in fifteen years we're gonna get a reboot of that. You know, like they're gonna start to do the mid two thousands fucking nostalgia pandering, like they did in the eighties and nineties. The only thing is, there's no there's no properties in the two thousands. You know, so they're gonna have to reboot like Cody Banks and what, fucking... what, what are they gonna what are they gonna do in like twenty years time? Because everything, all the current IPs are all fucking IPs from like the eighties. So what are they gonna do in like twenty years time? They'll be fucked. Just gonna bring Ghostbusters back again. And just say fuck female it, ghostbusters like... it'll be uh female trans black crippled ghostbusters <laughs> i don't know i don't even know if they're going to be making movies like they make them today in fucking even 10 years time because like the cinema is going to be dead as fuck so well, i don't know Bond seems to have killed off the british uh, cinema industry like uh, all of the odians are closing because james bond won't release it's been yeah. postponed now till uh, is it november next year or some crazy shit 
Yeah, but no, no fuckers yeah. going to go and watch it anyway, are they? I mean, exactly. who's, who's going to risk COVID to go and watch that fucking garbage? And it looks it looks appalling as well. Like they've cast uh, female black lesbian James Bond. <laughs> you know? yeah. You've got Daniel Craig, who's about sixty five, you know, looking older than Roger ha- Moore, and has hated James Bond ever since he started and ever since he signed the contract. Yeah, at the end of every uh, <laughs> every film uh, wraps up and the press acts. Ask him if he's going to do another one. He's like, I'd rather blow my own brains out. And he always comes back, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, because they, they fucking offer him like 50 mil a pop to do it. So it's like, fuck. You know? What he's never been a been good James Bond either. He's got no charisma whatsoever, uh, has he? I don't. Yeah, he's sort of like a slab, isn't he? He's just sort yeah. of a muscle slab. I, I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, like, he uh, hasn't got the charisma of a Prius Brosnan or a James. Um, what is his name? Uh, Fuck Roger Moore, you know. Yeah. Roger. Oh, do you, do you reckon, no, reckon he'll be like uh, Richard? What's he? Richard Iowadi? Do you reckon he'll be like the next Bond? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> what the IT crowd? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like he no, gets suggested for everything, now, doesn't he? Like, like, oh, something British Fuck. is being cast. Let's have Richard Iowadi do it. Don't... <laughs> Like, yeah. Well, they keep shilling Idris Elba, but I'm like, well, it's just black Daniel Craig, and he's not Bondian enough, you know? Yeah. There's not the charisma there. Uh, yeah, look, it was looking like forward a guy to seeing his mission to Moscow. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, well, they, Idris Elba on a mission to Moscow. Yeah. I mean, that would be great, that way. I was like, yeah, you're not coming here. <laughs> uh, they keep suggesting Hiddleston. They keep suggesting fucking... Uh, Hiddleston's too dweeby. Like, I don't understand why... Like, James Bond's supposed to be... People wanted Army Hammer for a minute there, but I think he's American. Well, I thought, um, what's his name? Uh, Henry Cavill would have been a good James Bond. I mean, have you seen I The Man from Uncle? Yeah, he was great yes. in that, wasn't he? We've, yeah. we've had this conversation, me and Godwinson, probably at least 40 times where we <laughs> ask each other, have you, seen, have you seen Man from Uncle? And we both go, yes, it was amazing. There was well, no that is like the perfect CV for, for like James Bond, isn't it? Really Superman, is. Superman, like, Superman, James Bond. I mean, I mean, was a great James, a great Superman in his shitty Superman film, weren't he? Again, like he wasn't really playing Superman, was he? He was playing Batman, or he was playing like I don't know. He wasn't playing. He wasn't playing like. I mean, with 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 his dad, with with Jonathan Kent going, you know what? Fuck people, fuck them. Don't bother saving them, mate. I mean, he'd end up as Zod, wouldn't he? In a normal fucking universe. The whole time Kevin Costner's going, you know what, fuck people. They, look after yourself, son. It's like the whole time, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> this is it. And I sat in the cinema going, what? You know, this is, there's no truth uh, justice in the American way here. Like, where's the Christopher Reeve uh, fucking Superman 4 where he's fighting anti-man on the moon? It was some depressing shit, you know? Oh, fuck. And it's like about genocide and like Superman sinking into skulls and he's Well, I mean, when he snaps General Zod's neck, I, I was just aghast. Like, I couldn't believe that Superman just like committed murder in cold blood and snapped his neck and then flew off and, and like downed a satellite and said, you know, fear me. Like that was the end of the film. It was like well, the, 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 the problem with the problem with so, like, Superman is because he's so overpowered that he exposes poor writing. Because you've got a you've got to negate Superman's powers in a way that looks really good and really believable, which is kind of almost impossible. Well, look at what they really did with Superman writer. two. Superman two, they um, like he had his powers drained. He's, like, in a bar getting in fisty cuffs. You know what I mean? He's, like, a vulnerable yeah. human. He's having to protect Lois. 
I mean, that is how you do like a vulnerable. Well, you look, you look at the humanity. You look at the fight with Zod in that. The, he, he fights Zod, realizes that like innocent people are dying, and then drag, drags the fight out of the city. Whereas like Henry exactly. Cavill, whereas Henry Henry South Cavill just yeah, I've, I'm into I've, I'm into this now. Let's just fucking do it to the end. Well, he deliberately goes to his nearest, most densely populated area and starts fucking it. <laughs> but I'll say this, I'll say this. This is the closest, Man of Steel is the closest to a Dragon Ball Z movie that we're ever going to see. You know, I, and I was going like, to I was into the action scenes, like when they're crashing through the buildings and like the sheer scale of it in the theater. I thought it was badass. I I've been uh, re-watching Captain Scarlet recently and I've got to say, he's a Gary Stew, he's indestructible, it's even in the title. <laughs> But it's a good show. It, some of the plots are a bit like, oh, I can see what's going to happen here. But it's so much better than anything that's on now. Yeah, it was kind of the yeah. original anti-hero as well, wasn't he, Captain Scarlet? Captain Scarlet, yeah, because, I mean, the way he'd, he'd often win was just, like, kamikaze himself. <laughs> and just, like, suicide. <laughs> I mean, one of my favourite episodes is they suspect this dot, this brain surgeon to Mr. An agent, agent, so they swap this general that he's going to do some brain surgery on with Captain Scarlet. He's in, he's in like, uh, the hospital gown, so no one can see who it is. And uh, the neurosurgeon kills him on the operating table, but then he's like, oh, it's too late. I've killed the general. Ha, joke's on you. You've just killed Captain Scarlet. <laughs> In a terribly painful way. Oh, shit. Well, did you ever watch Thunderbirds? Yes, Thunderbirds is great. Love Thunderbirds. Is there does, one man alive does, who doesn't does the love hood, Does the hood remind you of Sajid Javid? <laughs> yes, I was about to say, you know, that used to creep me out when I was a child. <laughs> They did a film, didn't they? Um, Jonathan Frakes. Uh, ben Kingsley directed ben, it. Ben Kingsley was um, yeah, yeah. It was the hood. I, I think is it Elizabeth Hurley is like Lady Penelope. I can't remember. I remember uh, like, they had like a British I, I boy band Bill do Paxton. the soundtrack. Bill Paxton was one of the Tracy brothers, wasn't he? It's like where's Thunderbirds now? Like they don't. I mean, that is like probably the one major British export well, there's that, we there's have. That, there's that, that awful CGI series. There's, there's like a CGI. They've done they've done CGI Thunderbirds. They've also done CGI Captain Scarlet as well. Why? I mean, the whole ah, oh, it's I don't know. I think the whole appeal is that they're puppets. You yeah, know, puppets doing crazy things. I've, I've only now just noticed like all the sort of clever things they do to get away from the fact that puppets aren't very ambulatory. Like all the chairs <laughs> move when they come out of the vehicle. It's like on a ramp, and I was like, it's almost like a you, you know like disabled people's car where the ramp comes out and they can take their wheelchair out. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, because they're puppets. And of course, the brilliant thing in Thunderbirds was just all the exciting like slides they would go to like slide into the thing. Thunderbird 2 was my favourite. Is that the green one? Thunderbird 2 was the transit van of the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the one which did the actual work. Yeah. Oh, I like the green one. Is it, it, yeah, yeah, that is the green one, Thunderbird 2. Yeah. 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 And then there's the... Uh, doesn't the island become a Thunderbird or something like that? I can't remember. The, the, yeah, the, it, it gives way. It's got a missile launch silo for Thunderbird 1. Do you, got, remember when, do you remember when Blue Peter uh, did the, the make trees. your own? 
Blue, do you remember when Blue Peter did yeah, the Make yeah. Your Own Tracy Island? What, what happened to Blue Peter? I mean, do you remember, does anyone remember Jan, Janet Ellis apologising for giving birth to uh, Jan, uh, Sophie Ellis Baxter because she was an unwed mother? She, because she was an unwed mother, she was forced forced to humiliate herself oh on, on BBC TV. She she was forced to quit live on TV because she was allowed to be pregnant and not married. <laughs> What is that, um, what is, is it Richard Bacon? Remember when he had to yeah. apologise for the kids yeah, yeah. taking lines of coke? <laughs> and being, no, pat, being pat taking coke off some stripper's arse and like, that was so home like. Oh no, he was doing off a stripper's arse, it was just like lines of coke in the BBC box. And it's <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> You know, on set, fuck it. Yeah, got taken down. Didn't it get taken down because of Utree? I thought Utree put an end to a lot of the BBC's output, didn't it? Oh, there was that awful... Do you remember that Connie Hook? That fucking... Pack, that in, insufferable fucking packy wench. Oh, yeah. Well, she's married oh, to Charlie Brooker, isn't she? Yeah, that's it. Oh, is yeah. she? Oh, God. Yeah. I thought she was probably one of the better-looking um, Blue Peter <laughs> presenters, to be honest. Yeah, no, Connie Hook yeah, was they ne- there. Yeah, they, they never had crumpet. They never had crumpet on Blue Peter, did they? I mean, I, I had uh, thought okay. Connie Hook and was just like, I'm willing to destroy the Oh, Karen the Keating, race, but she died of brain cancer or something, didn't she? Karen, Cre- Karen Keating was pretty fit. Katie Hill with a square head. Oh, I couldn't stand her <laughs> fucking weird voice. She had that speech in the of a didn't she? on it at one point. Who? So it was Cat Dealey on it at one point. I don't. No, that was channel. So. That was that was um, Channel 3's like cool and funky, whatever the fuck it was on the <laughs> weekend. What happened to Cat Dealey? She just sort of fucked off, didn't she? Yeah, there was a program on ITV the other night about where they relived like CD UK. Do you remember when she used to do CD UK with Ant and Deck? They were just reliving, yeah, they were reliving that, yeah. that on the TV the other night. Jesus. They've got nothing to show. They've got nothing to show, have they? <laughs> like, on the channels at all. Every time, I, I shit you not, every time I turn on the TV, it's like, the chasers road trip. The chasers beat the chasers. And then it's the chase. And then I think there's like another one where he goes on a road trip with his son. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, how much more do I oh, need I actually, to I actually watched a bit of that the other night. You, you remember the bit at the start of Goldeneye where Pierce Brosnan, Brosnan bungee jumps down that dam? Um, oh yeah, Bradley Walsh was going to do oh, that, yeah. but he but he shit his pants and didn't do it. <laughs> if Bradley Walsh did that, that would that's it. Like he might as well just uh, get knighted, right? <laughs> Fuck. His, his son did. His son did it, but Bradley bottled it. He was right at the edge, but he bottled it. Shit. Fuck. Well, his son would have been like uh, Sean Bean in the uh, Gold Lager. I'll give you the same six seconds you gave me, James, for England. Uh, Bradley Walsh and Fanny Schmeller. What a fucking absolutely classic clip that is. Ah, uh, the, the ch- well, I think the chase is actually pretty good, but I don't want to see a lot of it, you know. But it's like they've all got their own show now. Even the governess is like doing Scrabble with kids. So would, you, would you smash smash your pass on the new one then, Goblin? Son, the new chaser that, that... Uh, the vixen, the vixen, <laughs> <laughs> the Laura Taylor. Yeah, they're the all chase. incredibly hideous, aren't they? <laughs> the Laura Taylor of the chase. One of the things, I don't have a telly, but I was looking forward to going off to my dad's Christmas. And I was like, you got any episodes of Shed and Buried saved on your DVR? Like, <laughs> have, you, have you seen that? It's like the bloke who goes around Oxfordshire and places like that saying, go on, give us, give us that incredibly expensive piece of raw iron, would you? I'll, I'll do it up. I'll paint it. 
<laughs> no, I watched, I watched a bit of uh, Car SOS the other day. You, you ever seen that one? Oh, oh yeah, I like Car, car yeah. SOS. But to be fair, well, I mean, the best, what, the best one is fucking bangers and cash. You know, I it's just like criminals. You know. My, da- my dad yeah, likes. Yeah. I've never watched that one, but my, my, my dad likes that when he keeps telling me to watch that. Yeah, like, they're all criminals and commodities, you know. <laughs> all villains. <laughs> yeah. I just to be fair, that, that car, that car SOS though. I always turn it off before they get to the sub story at the end. I just want to see the car done up and then turn it off. I don't <laughs> want the sub story bit. <laughs> the um, did you watch uh, anything over Christmas? Like, I, it was a real drought this year over Christmas for telly. Like. What did I even watch? There was nothing on. Like, absolutely nothing on this Christmas. I think I, I, think I, I watched more than Christmas Day. Christmas Day, I, like, I, I, I have my, my dad and his wife over, and, and we watched it. We ended up watching uh, The Grand Tour on Amazon. Because <laughs> it, like, it was, like, miles <laughs> better than anything it? else on TV. It was, just, it was just like watching a Top I, Gear I special. I watched uh, fucking Wurzel Gomic, you know, and that was a port. <laughs> oh, did you watch the... Yeah, you, I, you've watched the post, post Wurzel Gomic with a couple of black urchins in it, and... Well, he does. He looks like Freddy Krueger, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, they they can't. They why can't they just leave this stuff alone? Where's all going? I was hoping would be too obscure for them to like tar with the shit brush of the, of the twenty first century. <laughs> Fuck. But they, yeah, they, they posit it through and through, you know, like. Uh... I think it's heavily hinted as well that Wurzel Gummidge is queer. Like, I know yeah. it's not queer, yeah, but it's, <laughs> that he it's not kids. the Godwin symbol. I hate you for bringing this to my attention. I'm with PPP on this. The stuff you told me, which I didn't need to know about Star Trek, and now I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is fucking first to the Azis and the uh, the Yeah, I think think we need to to send this last hour to Az and say, look, Az, do you want to come on the show? Where is he? Send the invite. Somebody find him, track him down. Let's get this done. Heel versus Babyface, his YouTube channel is. Why can't we talk about shows that aren't shit, though, like Babylon 5? Or, you know what? I'll even go on a limb and say that Lex was good. I've been watching X-Files. They got to season seven now. Starting to decline a little bit. You know, the first probably five, six seasons are pretty fucking, pretty solid. Well, did you watch the movie in between season five and Uh, six? I did. And that's kind of where it's finally started. The movie for me is like the the natural cutoff. But season six and seven are pretty good for like funny comedy episodes. Like, yeah, Dick like, has one of my favourite episodes ever, which is Monday, and it's like Groundhog Day, and they're robbing a bank. Um, and then you've got the Aquarium. If you want guys like like reviewing like old 80s films, have you ever seen, either of you ever seen Wraith with Charlie Sheen in it? Oh, great no. soundtrack. Is that the one where he uh, he's apparently raped? Is it Corey Feldman? Is that the one? No, no. That's this one's one. this one's uh, the the, oh, bas- the basic premise. It's Wraith, W R A I T H. Phantom Car, yeah. Yeah, the, the, uh, apparently it's it's a good one to look into because it was beset with production problems. Uh, Charlie Sheen was doing his nuts, so like most of the scenes where he actually turns into like the because uh, it's like the Crow. It's quite a bit like the Crow, but it's, oh yeah, it's slightly different. Well, well, the Crow. What was it? The fucking. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Lee's son killed himself, didn't he? Yeah, got sh- he, actually, he actually got shot by Fun Boy, didn't he? That, that, that's, that's, that, oh, he was the guy that actually killed him. Shit. Yeah. The Crow's a good film. Fuck. They're yeah. remaking that as well. Like, I saw something on that. They're, they're remaking. Oh, God, that would be shit. Escape from New York's being remade with The Rock. I think that's Rap's production. Oh, God. 
Oh, well, watch that. No, big trouble in little China. Sorry, big trouble in little China. Oh, that's even worse, Cap. That's horrible. That's even worse. Jesus Christ. Has, has anybody did? Has anybody seen that? Is it skyscraper with the rock in it? That is just absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> has anyone seen, seen that? I'm not. Seen it. Boy, it's got to remember the Rock isn't a movie star. Yes, <laughs> I remember that. The Rock, the Rock isn't a movie star. It's all a scam. It should be in the new Gremlins movie. That's the fucking the hot the hot fucking Jarbo take. Jarbo's fucked off the internet again. He deleted all his shit. Fucked oh, off. Shit. Well, Jarbo has been going after uh, Nerdrotic, hasn't he, Goblinson? Yeah, Jarbo's like mounting Ward is like uh, on the fandom menace. Yeah. How is he? But how has he attempted to mount this war? Like, has he just been tweeting about it? Or well, he, he goes actually... into their discords, doesn't he, and like trolls them? king well maybe you know maybe he's found his new fucking calling in life it just wasn't to do a blood sports calling shit well he absolutely well. shielded that last but that, that last um star wars film which was at best you could say was meh <laughs> it's like that's well, he the loved it, best he? He loved rise of skywalker because yeah. uh, i think disney paid for him to like go to the premiere or something like he got tickets for something and he yeah. went with like another big name youtuber yeah he got oh, schmoozed yeah. by disney or like some subsidiary of disney uh, Whoever that Disney up. executive is that schmooze Jarbo should be fucking fired. Like, <laughs> whose palm? Like, at that point, like, why is your palm not being greased, Godwin? Yeah, why, like, where why is, is, why is, why is Ethan where Ralph? Is not, why is Ethan Ralph not being dragged to these premieres as well? I mean, if Monday Matt is, I mean, surely Ethan Ralph deserves some free tickets as well, doesn't he? Well, I think Ralph's on tag at the moment. He's, like, on probation. I don't think he can leave the state. Um, I think it's pretty bad for Ralph. He's in the shit right now. I don't know. We're praying for our mensch, but he's probably fucked. He's probably fucked there. Let's hope he gets off there. I don't know. He's smoking a bit of meth there. I don't know. So was it... I I heard something the other day. Was it a... Was it a female... Was it a female police officer who attacked in the original incident, then, was it? Yeah, yeah, he sort of, but he attacked her and missed, you know? He was in a drunken suit. Oh, a swing and a miss, was it? <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he, like, but he, he still like, got uh, a year for it or 18 months, you know? Yeah, so he was, like, passed out on the pavement drunk, and, like, the police <laughs> went to wake him up and, like, prod him to the drunk tank. So he just, like, got up and, like, threw a punch and missed and landed back on the pavement, <laughs> at which point they arrested him, sent him. At the time, this was like the peak of his Gamergate journalistic prowess. You know, he was the king of Gamergate until that happened. And he went to jail. Yeah. Oh, oh Gamergate. Guy. I mean, I mean you, know, he, you, know, you know, the, yeah. the real culture war. He released a bonus episode. He's talking about Gamergate. You know, he keeps going on about how it gave him PS- PTSD and that's why he's a tranny. Now. Kathy, <laughs> Griffin. Kathy Griffin just appeared out of nowhere and was like, Hey guys, was it the the reason people were upset about that photo where I cut Trump's head off? Was that about Gamergate? Like she tweeted that out, and then like people were trying to get her in contact with Sargon. They were like tweeting at her. They were like, "Yeah, yeah, there's a man who can tell you all about it. His name is Carl Benjamin." <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, really? Well, PPP, uh, you're you're due for like the worst episode of the X Files, and it stars Kathy Griffin and Kathy Griffin's twin. So she's in it twice. Oh. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called Fight Club, I think. Are you uh, watching like the worst where they replaced David DeConfey just... with the bad guy from Terminator 2? Because I didn't Oh, like that's season episodes. 8. Season 8's actually pretty based. I do like season 8. Season 9's shit. But yeah, uh, what is his name? Doggett. 
His catchphrase is dollars for donuts. I don't know why I'm investigating the. I think I think one of the last I think one of the last ever episodes I watched of the, of, of the X Files was probably um, somewhere around the season with uh, DPO. Do you remember DPO with uh, when the kid gets electrical powers or something? Didn't he? Oh shit! Well, that's a it's a good season actually. Shit. Yeah, I think I think what it was was like the, it wasn't really the the season episodes that used to upset me. It was, it was the uh, it was the the season finale crap because it was like they'd, they'd get to the grips with some like massive conspiracy and then by the start of the ex- next series they'd forgotten all about it and they just went to mundane FBI work again and it just got a bit ridiculous yeah. didn't it? Well, well in this country it used to be on BBC2 didn't it it used to be great yeah. Yeah. BBC2 is- The Simpsons fucking The X-Files or whatever it was yeah it's and they're doing like Scully yeah. still doubts the existence of aliens like Scully is like Always just conveniently misses the fucking UFO. So in season eight, they do they do finally let Scully become like Fox Mulder's character, and she play and like uh, Bobbit, Doggett, whatever he's called, uh, Robert Patrick. He becomes the Scully, and it's actually it actually works better. Pretty good. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's I mean, by the end of the first season, she already knew enough to know most of this stuff was plausible. (laughs) <laughs> so it, 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 it just kind of stretched incredulity, didn't it? Well, I mean, the point where she's like, she's impregnated by aliens or something, and she's got like this alien cancer or something. You just thought, oh, okay, now I now I get it. But I don't know. In the mythology, they do twist it a bit because uh, I think season four, season five, even Fox Mulder's like, oh, it's just a it's just a military government conspiracy. There's no actual. Yeah. So, like, he, he even gets gaslit. But by that point, it's, like, he, it's impossible for him to have been gaslit because he's seen all of this shit. And, like, when they do that twist where, like, the military guy comes in, what's his name? Fucking, I don't know. Uh, he And he, like, tells him, yeah, no, this was actually all just, like, a big black op to utilize you to distract people. Like, it was just bullshit. Like, you don't buy it because it, it, that should have happened earlier in the show. I think the problem with, the, like, these old... Uh series like this it's like x-files ran for 22 episodes a year so i mean what you're, you're talking hundreds of episodes by the time they've finished you can't tell a coherent cohesive story unless it's like babylon 5 but you can't really tell like a a serialized worthy story without it being diluted so that's why they did like these oh vampire show or bug shows you know uh, yeah but I, th- I, think, I think that's the problem they they I think the problem with the American series is that instead of just going for the procedural, you know, where they go every week and do the bit, they they always have to have this like uh, overarching story, and I think that just tends to ruin the flow of the series. Well, I will say that I thought the X Files, what the first five seasons of the X Files, the mythology in that is really good, you know. Uh, well, do you, do you remember? Do you remember a TV series called Werewolf? Um. It used to be on Sky no. years and years ago. Well, basically, basically, but they kept it simple because the the idea was that he, he was always he was always trying to find the guy that turned him into a werewolf so he could break the curse. But he never ever found the guy who was who turned who turned him into a werewolf <laughs> until they wanted to wind the TV series up. And I thought that made the procedural as, uh, aspect of it more more possible. Then doesn't it? But the problem with the X Files was the, was they had the overarching thing. They'd go for the big big finish, and then it's they try and pick they try and find some excuse for them to become FBI agents again after they'd been sacked or whatever. And I yeah. thought that just but, kind of ruined it for me. 
don't know, but you got to look at it this way. Like, fuck, even if this eighth or ninth season, you know, falls off hard, they still managed to put together like 140 pretty fucking high quality episodes of the show, mm. which is quite impressive. Like, it's hard to make more than, I think, 100 episodes of anything and make it, you know, at least halfway decent, you know? Like, the amount of episodes that are fucking, like, truly unwatchable of the X-Files, like, it's almost zero. Have you, have you, you, watched, have you watched Fringe, uh, PPP? Fringe is essentially just, like, it's, it's got the exact same sort of writing cast, I think, of the X-Files. Yeah, uh, Fringe, Fringe, is, Fringe is a good companion like all, piece to the X-Files, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, all yeah. parallel universes and shit like yeah. that. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Fringe is pretty good. Is it, like, Sliders? Um, no, no, it's um, no. There's no, literally it's two. More out there. There's there's two competing. Well, not really competing universes, but the, well, it's it's kind of one of the reveals after the first or second series, isn't it? That there is actually is a parallel universe. But basically, yeah. like yeah, like, sorry, we just ruined about twenty two episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, don't I don't know. I'm probably gonna forget all this shit anyway. Yeah, you, pre- you pre- yeah you probably want to watch pick pick up Fringe next. We'll Smoke some yeah, yeah. Not forget everything we said. And uh, and what's yeah, his name? Know, Walter. Walter is one of the greatest TV characters ever, ever, ever written. Yeah. Now I'm going to get that in on John Noble. Next, yeah, so I can just fucking jerk <laughs> off about the Napoleonic period. He was Come in on. a fucking Sleepy Hollow. Uh, fucking Walter in Fringe. I, I just remember him like endlessly stuffing his face in Return of the King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what have I been watching recently? Um, fuck. I've been, I've been watching Doom Patrol. That's been quite a good series. Uh, have you seen Cobra Kai? No, yeah. I haven't, I haven't yeah, watched yeah, that that's right. I'm oh, big on really Cobra Kai. Kai. You check that out? Oh, you're missing yeah. out. Yeah, you should watch it. Yeah. It's actually not Great bad. Soundtrack. Like I expected it to be like, because it's oh, Karate Kid. Like, what, why are they doing this to the Karate Kid? But it's actually worthwhile watching, you know. No, you know, like, I, I really like the, the ambiguity they introduce into it um, with the two characters. It's not just that one of them is clearly wrong or right, do you know what I mean? They, they've done a decent little job with it. It's a nice little show, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, There's, like, three seasons or something, isn't there? Like, I didn't yeah. even realise. It completely passed me by. That yeah, I think they're, t- they're, talking the about having, um, they're talking about having Silver from the third Karate Kid movie back for the uh, next one. The, uh, next series. The, uh, He's in the third season. It's like a Vietnam yeah. dead or something, isn't it? Is that yeah. him? Yeah, know. like, uh, no, yeah. like, they bring back all of the fucking, like, all the characters that were in all of the Karate Kid movies have basically come back now. Like, all of the uh, Cobra Kai, bull- like, all of the uh, Cobra bullies from, like, the first movie all came back and were, like, bikers in the second season. And there's just this episode where they all just go out and, like, bike and get the drunk beer. together. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty fucking, it's a pretty good episode. Well, they, they've even mentioned uh, the girl the from, from the next, Japan. they've even mentioned the girl from the next Karate Kid, haven't they? She's come back for this. Oh, actually, uh, she's come back for it, actually. Yeah. The third season, the girl from the fucking uh, original Karate Kid has come back. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's a franchise that's been successfully resurrected in the current year, yeah. I think, isn't it? I mean, it's it's doing, well, playing all of the right buttons. The good thing about it, and what's appealing to people, is the fact that he's abusing these ethnic children. <laughs> and there's this one kid who's got a hair, <laughs> and, he, 
and he abu- he bullies him so hard that instead he, he does go and run off and cry, but then he comes back the next day and he's got a mohawk and he's like, I want to be badass. And he actually like, you know, accepts the bullying so he gets better and then he just becomes or he changes his name to Hawk and then oh, he earns the right yeah, and yeah. he earns the right to be called Hawk because the fact is he's no longer a little bitch and uh, the teacher's <laughs> impressed with his transformation. Yeah, just yeah, bullying you know, works. Yeah. yeah. It's quite good. Like, it, it has a little bit of, you know, satire against, like, the wokeness and stuff like that, but it still has the diversity people in it, so it appeals to those fuckers who want, you know, black characters in and women characters in and stuff like that. But I think I feel like it's been very tastefully done throughout where it's actually good enough for anybody to watch it for a general audience. And uh, that's what's really missing right now is just, like, audience-pleasing for all ages, like, general content that, like, a family can watch. And that's what Cobra Kai is. And I think that's why it's it's finding a niche for people. Well, people are really raging about that. Is is it WandaVision? That's supposed to be all right. Oh, that's I've right. It's been, it's been all right. I've, wa- I've watched the first three. That's that's. It's not been too bad. I mean, it's it, it appeals to me. Like, so they're, they're trapped in like a fifties sitcom, and they're traveling through different eras and TV. Is that right? Yeah, it's a decade. Yeah. It's basically a decade an episode. So they're up, the third episode. They're up to the seventies. So I think the first series is. I think it's I Love Lucy. Then the second one is like um, Bewitched. And then I don't, I don't know what the 70s <laughs> right. one is. So they're basically going for a theme. I want to have fucking Steptoe and Son. You know, the Vision's in a bar. Yeah. You, know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's like, you dirty old man. Dirty old man. I thought, it, I, thought it, I thought it was pretty decent, the first episode that I saw, but I just haven't um, bothered to come back to it. I'm waiting for them about all the episodes. The problem with it is going to be is is it going to be all sizzle and no sausage? That's the only problem. It, it's bubbling up. It, it's giving you bits. It's drip feeding you story, but it depends whether the payoff is any good. So that's well, is it going to be your classic it. mystery box anticlimax? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like a mystery box anticlimax. But I'm guessing, like the, the way Marvel plans stuff out probably have an idea of what the the mystery box is before they started well, well wanda's wanda's gonna be the villain isn't she in the upcoming uh doctor strange movie so this could well just be an advert for for the new doctor strange movie oh well you know i liked the first doctor strange movie myself i actually thought it was uh one of the better ones they've done um from marvel it was i, I went to it high though out of my mind so that might have biased me a little bit. Well, Winter Soldier's, like Winter Soldier's the absolute like best. Inception, wasn't it? Win- the Win- yeah, Winter Soldier Winter. was the absolute best one that they did. Yes, I agree. I agree. It was like a proper yeah. spy film. Yeah. It was like bored, wasn't it? Yeah. Bored yeah, automation. It, Fucking Winter it was Soldier. Like, uh, yeah, it was like a mixture of like born and like an old 70s kind of thriller style. It was fucking really quite good. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> But I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of burned out a little bit on the Marvel stuff. But if they're doing stuff that's like a little bit different, um, like a Doctor Strange, Vision looks all right. I just haven't had the time to sort of sit myself down and watch it. Um, it's being shilled constantly, though. But it just seems so yeah. unusual why they'd you know advertise this black and white thing to all of the you know because <laughs> who gives a about the Vision and uh, who is it Scarlet Witch that's in it? Yeah. Come on. Have you not seen that? Uh, there's an article somewhere. It's like about about the old timey sexism in it. Because <laughs> they because they play That's they play point, it. Sure. 
they play it pretty authentically so it's it's yeah, uh, yeah. Well, i mean like the first episode is like it's straight up an episode of the 50s sitcom really yeah i mean that's exactly what it is um and it was it's it's fine for what it is i I don't know. It's like an interesting little experiment. It's different, and that's a. I think that's a good thing. Fuck. I mean, it's it's getting tough out there. It's slim picking, so you, you're gonna have to watch it. Really. Yeah, what the I fuck mean, else are you? Gonna watch? Are you are you looking forward to the Snyder cut then? PPP. Do you reckon it? Do you reckon it will improve the Justice League much, or do you think it'll? I don't. Oh, it's probably not gonna save it, but I'm interested to see what's different in it. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I liked Batman versus Superman and Man of Steel actually myself. Um. So I, I I don't know. I was hoping that Justice League would actually be good, but it was kind of a pile of shit. Although I went and saw the thing is, this Snyder cut is just a scam anyway, because Snyder's filming reshoots for the Snyder cut, so he's just he's filming the the material. <laughs> like, there, he's there just was, filming there it now. Talk, so, there was talk of turning it into like a limited series, weren't there? Like four or six episodes, weren't there? Well, that's what they're doing with it. I think they're doing like six. I, th- one hour I think I think they've cha- I think they've changed their mind, and I think they're changed it changing it back to a film. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're doing with it. Who knows? It might. It's probably going to be a bit better than the Justice League we got, but I, I don't think they can really save that movie because that movie was just... It, it was a pile of shit. Everybody knows uh, it. Uh, uh, the Flash. I mean, that Flash is awful, isn't he? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's fucking Shlomo Shekelberg or whatever his fucking name is that plays the Flash. The girl I went awful. saw it with, she liked it. The girl I went and saw it with, she liked it, but she didn't like the previous ones, like Batman versus Superman because it was too dark and she preferred the Marvel type tone of it. She liked it, but I thought it was kind of a fucking pile of shit. Like, it, what it's, it's kind of weird because Batman should be played the way that was, but super, the, the Superman is all wrong and that's why it doesn't, that's why I don't really get into it. Well, I can't really get into it. Well, they it. had the fucking CGI off Henry Cavill's mustache, didn't they? Yeah. For the picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Major issue was, like, the CGI looked fucking abysmal. Like, it looked like dollar store fucking shit at certain points and and, like, and the other the other thing as well they've rushed it they've rushed their universe so there's no real stakes in in uh, in in doomsday killing superman is there it, it's not a put he's not a person you've grown you've grown used to is he like like say if they'd killed if they'd killed iron man off in phase two or three you would have you would have felt it wouldn't you Ah, you know what? As uh, we're on the subject of like films we like and and films which someone should see, have you mm. guys ever seen Dark City, nineteen ninety seven? Yeah, Kiefer Sutherland's in yeah. it, and Kiefer Sutherland's yeah. not an arsehole. And uh, yeah. Rufus yeah. Rufus Sewell is it? Is the lead? Yeah, Dark City's an interesting movie, but I find it to be kind of like a, a Jack in the Box type movie where, okay, there's this big twist at the end. If you go back and rewatch it, like it's not quite I don't know, like the first time you watch it it's pretty good, but it's it's on subsequent viewings it's not as great. Has anybody seen on, on films of a similar similar genre, has anyone ever seen Franklin? Hemi should watch it. Have you have you seen Franklin PPP? It's got Ryan Philippeep in it. Oh, um. Oh, it's just, the twist is absolutely hilarious because they set up this whole universe. It's like the Matrix where you keep slipping between two universes, and this is going to be really interesting. But in the end, it just turns out he's insane and he's just shot his dad. <laughs> That's the twist. Of it. That sounds similar to um, Twelve Monkeys. 
Yeah, it's kind of like that, but yeah, yeah, he's just every insane. Terry, None of it's real. Is it just me? But every single Terry and Paul, uh, Terry, Terry Gilliam, Paul, Terry Gilliam yeah. film gives me a headache. I mean, I like Brazil, but I don't want to watch it again because it's just ah, oh, it just this. I'm not sure what it is. He puts so much detail in it. It's I don't find it easy yeah. watching. I don't know, like, you got, like, Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus is probably where he gets, like, the most indulgent with his visuals and stuff like this. But I liked it, I don't know, like, I like his movies generally. What do you, what do you think his best movie is? I think mine's Baron Munchausen, I think it's my favourite movie of his. Although I do like Time, yeah, isn't I, Time Bandits one of his as well? Time yes. Bandits did, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is all right, but it's it's a fucking it's a difficult movie to actually to watch because it just I don't know. You get fucking an hour into it, you know, you fucking dose shrooms, and then you just kind of want it to be over with. Um, you know what I mean? It is what it is. I mean, Johnny it's, Johnny um, Depp's Johnny Depp's some serious diminishing returns, isn't he? He hasn't he hasn't a de- he hasn't done a decent film in ages. I mean, Jack Sparrow's all right as a character. I didn't I didn't mind I didn't mind the last I watched the last Pirates of the Caribbean the other day. I didn't mind that. But oh, the is Rum it, Diaries is it, is it like didn't like Mordecai Mordecai. You didn't like Mordecai. I haven't seen uh, I think I've seen that one. I, I just it's a pile of shit. There is uh, what else? Yeah, he was in Grindelwald, Crimes of Grindelwald, that, Harry Potter that, fucking thing. That Stephen King. Uh, what's the What's the Stephen King book he did? It's Dark one, Tower. No, there's one from. Oh, four, yeah. It's one of the novellas from Four Past Midnight. I can't remember which one it is. I don't know. Johnny Depp has had a fucking good enough career. Mm. I think you should probably just call it a fucking oh, day. All the same. Well, he's been cancelled, right? I mean, the, yeah. he got found in a bridge court as a wife beater, you know, so. Oh, what a scam. He just got totally shit. Well, they replaced him with a better actor in that Harry Potter film. Like, Mads Mikkelsen's leagues ahead of Johnny Depp, I think. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, well, Mads Mad did a poo on his pillow, so, you know, frankly, she deserved a slap. Oh, oh, Did she cut off his finger? Yeah. She shit in the bed. She shit the bed and cut his finger. Is she, she going to carry on being Mira in the in the DC unit? DCEU? Is she? Yeah, well, she's an Aquaman, no isn't she? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, uh, Aquaman. Yeah. Well, she's a uh, based strong woman, isn't she? she yeah. she's won. She's won the court, so she's played her hand well. I don't know why Johnny Depp would suck. Like he could have any woman in the world, and she doesn't look very attractive, not to me anyway. Like, Faces. She's kind. Of, she's kind of like uh, Poundland. Um, what, what's a uh, Prince? I uh, think he's missing. She's. She's kind of like a, a Poundland. Um, Kate. Isn't Kate she? Middleton. Yeah, she's like a yeah, Poundland I, Kate Middleton. Like it's an angular face. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, why know. is Prince Harry with Meghan Markle? You just think. I mean, take out the fact that she's a minority. Like, she's not a very attractive woman, is she? She's bad. I don't know. She's, it's these men. It's these men. Not like the like, Beyonce or a. Uh, oh, but it's, a, uh... they want to be bossed around by like the strong, bitchy fucking woman. Like there's these <laughs> men that like high maintenance woman who's just gonna fucking like you like know the, run uh, the, like the bis- show. Like the businessmen that go, that go to the brothels that turn him into a baby for the evening. You know, like that. You mean that kind of thing, people? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's. I think that's undeniably what it is with these guys. Is they like they don't treat them with any fucking respect. These Meghan Markle comes in and just pussy whips Harry, and he's like, "I've never been treated this way before. I'm a royal." 
Yeah. And then well, the biggest thing with Megan is that she's already been married once, hasn't she? Yeah. Wasn't she fucked in a broom cupboard on an episode of Suits, wasn't she? <laughs> so there we go. You know, she's, down, she's used goods for a start. <laughs> I don't know. Like you're a prince of the realm. He could have gone a lot better than Megan. Was it, wasn't she engaged to? It, was, wasn't she like, engaged to another guy before she met Harry? And, and she literally just cut it off and never spoke like a, to the guy litany. again, didn't she? Just posted the ring. Back. <laughs> Later, mate. <laughs> what I do like is uh, whenever I open the paper, there's like uh, dispatches from Meghan Markle's dad, who's like posting her cards in the mail, and he's looking homeless. You know, he's at McDonald's. <laughs> sitting on his own. I don't know. It's just Harry's completely lost his mind, right? So, you know, the, the royal family is just like, okay, get the fuck out of here. That, did, you, did you see that? Did yeah. you see that story the other day there? Was it, how much did their podcast cost? Like 33 million? And it's like... And I it, think it was 100 it's, mil, wasn't it? The 100 mil Spotify deal, something and crazy it, and like it's, that. And it's, ranked, and it's ranked below whale noises on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> well, the message is like... Uh, like, I listened to a bit of it, like a clip of it on the mail, and it was something like, uh, love yourself, don't die. Stuff like this, like generic crap. He was like, like why, why even do a podcast? It's nonsense. But they think they think, people, uh, they think people want to know what they've got to say. I mean, people only want, know, only want to know what they've got to say if they toe the line and be royals. I mean, no one cares about if, if they fucking, if they're not royals, do they? Well, wasn't Harry's whole cult- cultural cachet just being a bit of a Jack the Lad, you know, wearing Nazi uniforms? Well, he, he, he was, he was killing princi- people in Afghanistan. He was Princess, he was yeah, princess like Margaret. He was Princess Margaret. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> you know, minus the fucking uh, island mystique question. He did the bank job. The bank job's a good film. <laughs> He used to be quite fun, and then he met her. <laughs> well, rather uh, the um, the the Cupid, the um, Jewish um, matchmaker who got the divorcee uh, to marry Prince Harry. Do you think that was a bit of ritual humiliation? It's like, hey, you dressed up as a Nazi, right? This is going to be your wife. She's going to make you sell your shotguns and your Xbox. Well, Harry, Harry is <laughs> Harry is that you know that guy you used to go oh. go down the pub with. It was like a real laugh, and then he stopped drinking, and nobody wanted anything to do with him. That is literally Harry, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that is it. Oh, that is it. <laughs> this is of his own doing. This isn't a ritualistic humiliation. He's chose this. Like this is he's just been domesticated and his balls have been cut off and it's a shame. It's a real shame. Well, well flossy, are we all being misogynistic or is Meghan Markle out? Is she banned? No, she, she she's not she's not good. She's not she's good. a slack, isn't it? She's, she was good in suits. Yeah. I thought she was a good actress, you know. I thought well, I yeah, but I she's not I don't think she's a good person. Is that I actually think, is that actually any good one she gets? Choice. Is that any good when she gets fucked in the broom cupboard by that geezer in suits? Is that absolutely good? That bit? <laughs> is it is like wall to wall sex, if I remember. You know, it's wall to wall. My brother is real into suits. I've not seen suits, but he says it's fucking. You're not real. missing much, mate. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's all about lawyers or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't seem too captivating. But my whole point was like he could have had any woman in the in the world, probably. You know, he's the prince of England. You know, it's like Prince Andrew. You know, he could have any, and he chose Fergie. You know, and children. <laughs> you know, like what on earth? <clears throat> you know, Charles had Diana. You know, uh, I, I thought, I thought Di- Diana was Diana was a scheming bitch, though, weren't she? She, she, yeah, made, she, had, she, she played, she played the media. She played the media like a fiddle. Oh, 
Oh God, yeah, she did that. Do you remember that massive speech she did about? I'm taking, I'm taking a step down. Uh, I can't take all this media yeah. intrusion. And then, and then she tells the papers which which gym she's going to be stepping out of and at what time. <laughs> Remember that Panorama interview that they're suing now, 25 years later? That Panorama interview is her, like, bitching about Prince uh, Charles and saying, Oh, yeah. There's the three people in this marriage, famous quote, you know, all staged, all scripted. You know, and they're suing, oh, emotional distress for Diana. But I think she was a very attractive woman. I can't remember. Oh, do you, do you remember, yeah. do you remember, uh, do you remember the, uh, what was what was that recorded phone call called? Something Gate, wasn't it? The one when he said he wanted to be Camilla's tampon. Do you, do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> I can remember, like, Camilla's, like, hideous. <laughs> like, married twice, I think. I, I never understood yeah. it. Why do they go for these like pig women? Well, Di- Diana cucked her own sister because her, her sister had dibs on fucking chows, didn't she? And then uh... yeah, it was a proper like Anne Boleyn situation, wasn't it? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, but yeah. then uh, you know, John uh... says Diana was a lovely princess. She wasn't very bright though. That's why she didn't go to university. No, she she was. Well, I reckon she was, she was like. Just... Crafty yeah. as a barrel load of monkeys, weren't she? She was. She, yeah. she was. Well, she was and, and abused, don't they? But yeah, yeah, she was definitely sneaky. Very sneaky woman. Yeah. You know, do, do you reckon uh, there's something to it that, like, uh, Mother Teresa died the same week her Diana did from a heart attack? They they reckon that it broke her heart when she found out Diana got killed. I can I, I can understand that because I've known a lot of people, not personally, but I've known I've read about things where. Like loved ones die soon after the funeral, you know. How many, the, how many, heart. how many years should you give it, Gobinson, before uh, Harry's on uh, Jeremy Kyle having his DNA test done? Well, how many years is it? Markle's <laughs> going down a tunnel in Paris, yeah. you know, and they're blaming the media for assassination. Like, I fully buy into. That. I could be wrong, but out of all of the many Diana death theories, I buy the one that she was pregnant with Dodie Fired's child. You know, and they didn't want a Muslim uh, royal line. I don't know. Possible. Seems most plausible to me. Yeah, yeah, but they, yeah, but then yeah. they do, they go through all that, and then they and then and then they let fucking uh, uh, Harry, Harry knock Markle up. Exactly. So I, I don't know. I just I don't, don't know. want to believe anymore. All my death conspiracies are on the window. I don't believe it was Prince yeah. Philip, though. Like people reckon Prince Philip gave the nod. <laughs> Who believes Prince Philip's capable of doing fucking anything for fuck's sake? Really? Like, holy shit. I don't well, know, maybe he's for a pint with us in the pub. I mean, yeah, he's got to open the pub, he's got to invite us, but we would like to have a drink with him. Yeah. Want to get in his Land Rover, though? He'll fucking flip it. <laughs> a year ago, flipping his Land Rover. Like, okay, but what is, like, Prince Andrew up to these days, you know? Like, do people still... <laughs> like, what is he doing now that he's been exposed? Like, do they still treat him as a king, or what are they... You don't believe the media lies, do you, PPP? He was at a, he was at a Pizza Express in, where was it, Gobinson? Woking, the... wasn't it? Ro- Woking, yeah. The, the fucking Jahan porn, you know. What? I was with Alexander Gordon Jahan at Pizza Express in Woking. Like, what, a, like, what an excuse. What? Is that really what he seriously said? Yeah. yeah he, was the, he was at a birthday party for his daughters who were the same age as the children he was fucking at the time. You know? <laughs> so, oh, it gets yeah. even better. He said, oh, I had a condition at the time. I couldn't sweat. Hmm. Just amazing. Yeah. Well, like, that that whole right. interview was just amazing. I couldn't believe I like, even went out. <laughs> you know, this was like, even the 90s, that would have been suppressed, wouldn't it? Oh, 
<laughs> black lesbian trans black black woman. Well, well, I think he called girl, it black woman. The thing, the thing was, Supergirl was where they used to put all the pause. Um and then and then that kind of that started tanking. So now they've got Batwoman, and that's where they decided to put the you know like d- double down on the fucking pods because I think Supergirl had the had had the first trans superhero in it. Well, it, it, isn't this new Batwoman actually trans? Is that right? No, that was um, oh Ruby Rose. Is she a lesbian or is she a trans? I don't know. <laughs> She's a lesbian. Oh, no. the- the one that was in like the Arrow shows and shit. Cause I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that all got bad. I don't even think they're they're around anymore. Any of those shows. Uh, Arrows, Arrows, Arrows has been Super- Arrows been cancelled. Um, Supergirl's finishing. I think it's either the end of this season or it finished last season. Um, I think Flash is still Flash. limping on. Flashy wow. still limping on. Um, what else? Legends of Tomorrow is still limping on as well. That's pretty paused as well. Well, they're doing a new uh, Superman and Lois Lane series, aren't they? You know, like the one in the 90s. With, yeah, isn't he like a house husband in it or something? It's Dean like... Kane and yeah. Tory yeah. Hatcher, Terry Hatcher. Yeah. yeah. Is it, That's uh, right. Yeah, I, think, I think Superman's like a house husband in it or something, isn't he? Is, is, aren't they like bank... They, they're forced to go back to Smallville and they're bankrupt or something, aren't they? I don't know. <laughs> what? It's like, why? Well, the 90s one used to be pretty good. It used to be a good series. Uh, yeah, used Harry to have, um, oh, what's his name? Yeah, the Ash, out the e- Ash Out of the Evil Dead used to be Bill, uh, used to be, uh, Bill Church from Intergang, didn't he? Yeah, what's his name? Bruce... Uh... Oh, fuck. Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Bruce Campbell, that's it, yeah. You know, you know, we're, 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 <laughs> I never watched small. we're really sending the smoke signals up for us tonight. Maybe, maybe I should send him the show. <laughs> Oh, who is this guy again? Uh, we just have to get him. We just have to get him whilst he's like a few bottles of rum deep, you know. <laughs> while YouTube, he's fucking half YouTube, blind, we get it. His YouTube oh, channel is uh, heels versus heel, heel versus baby face. We're never getting this cocksucker. We're never getting it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, Hobbit, do you want to explain to PPP what a gollywog is? Yeah, oh, yeah, a goll- gollywog. So oh, they, yeah. they appear in um, uh, Enid Blyton's Noddy. And, and Robinson's, uh, da- they, they used to be on Robinson's okay, Jam Jars as well. Again, the last yeah. three words that you've spoken make zero sense to me as a non-English person. All right, okay, so we had this author, similar to J.K. Rowling, but based, called yeah. uh, Enid Blyton. <gasps> and she wrote a... Children's book writer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you've heard, she wrote you've heard a Noddy, PPP? Noddy and Big Ears? No, I don't think I have. Oh, she's right. right. She's right. The famous—is it, it the famous five? Famous well? five. Yeah. 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 And, and the magic faraway tree, which was uh, my introduction to fantasy long before Tolkien. So, uh, Big Ears advises Noddy, who has a very nice uh, little red car. He says, "Watch out for those gollywogs. They'll steal your wheels." I wasn't wrong. No, he wasn't wrong. It was was sage advice because Naughty Walks were. Naughty and Bigger Ears has been banned. What? Yeah, because he's a bit of a lad lad and he doesn't like. And he he gives the policeman stick, doesn't he? So Naughty has been labelled a misogynist and a racist. And and he's an anarchist as well because he's anti-authoritarian. Uh, have, a, um, have a look in doodling pads, PPP. You'll see what a gollywog looks like. 
used to be able to I get cuddle, like uh, soft toy gollywogs. You used to be able to collect Oh, fuck. Them. Uh, what's the name does... Um... Uh, My grandmother used to knit it was, them. It was, it, always, it, was, it, always, it always has the gollywog. Uh, Secret Sources always has a gollywog, doesn't oh, she, in her in videos? Don't they, have, like, don't they still have in, like, Belgium characters that look like this? Like the fucking... Uh, yeah, they, they got Black Peter in, in uh, the yeah, Netherlands. Black Peter. No, yeah. in, in Belgium, they wouldn't do anything as racist as that. They just have the floats where they have uh, a guy with a hat and a suspiciously hooked nose. In their parades, also, also, the last well, the... of the Gollywog is um, fucking Mr. Popo from Dragon Ball Z, and like they turned <laughs> him blue Popo. in the end. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They... Oh, did they turn Mr. Popo blue? They haven't. They had to. They had to because it was just so racially offensive. You know, Go- Gobinson, you, you never heard the you never heard the joke why, about why uh, Go- uh, about why Robinson stopped having Gollywogs on jam jars. It's because the blacks were using them as bus passes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just in the doodling pad, and someone's had a haircut. Yeah, me, mate. <laughs> you like you like my new haircut? You you uh, instead of looking like a drunk male prostitute, you look like a chav. Hey, Paul, good. <laughs> that's, that's not me, mate. That's my friend. I've not had fucking ages. It's right, just the look of deadness in your eyes, pal. Like your soul has left your body. It's like you just you've lost it. Like yeah, Jesus. No, that's me. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? Are you the next Dylan Roof, Captain? Is it Australia Day today? Then is it? Yeah, they're they're playing. Uh, what are they playing for Australia Day? They're they're playing Bush World Adventures on Adult Swim for uh, <laughs> Australia Day. I've just seen. Well, it is. It is. Uh, right, so yeah. we've been going four hours, so I'm going to knock it on the head. Um, <laughs> sure, me, still going. Are you yeah. Night all. You'll be getting a working See you in the morning, pal. Yeah.